Poppin', the Drew and Mike show rolling into the weekend with Trudy. Jim Bentley is here for another Friday. And Brandon in the DealsInTheD.com studios. It's a tight day. I had to stop by Woodward Sports to uh, to have a a speaking engagement. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I spoke to the staff. You're pushing that, really, because you're trying to just outdo me. Well, no, no, it's the graph not that. beef. Was it um, like inspirational, pumping them up? It was nothing to do with uh, somebody going over my head, like the Gary <laughs> Graff incident. <laughs> For some reason, I, Trudy, completely destroyed the beef. We had a great beef going, and you just completely nipped it. it in the butt. I haven't completed the assignment, so we'll see. Okay. I'll be getting a snarky email any day now. Still went over your head. I mean, he regardless, went that's so over my head. You won't. That's you'll cute. miss the email though, probably. The snarky email. Uh, no doubt. I, by the way, the three email thing, I've never heard that before. I did not know you had multiple emails. You know, Why do you have multiple somebody emails? Somebody emailed me to tell me that they have the same email issue. Well, because I have one for... That doesn't mean that you have three emails I, I that have people a, are worried about. I have a Gmail account. I have a Microsoft account for Why? work. And I have the Drew and Mike. Hotmail.com. Okay, don't Drew and Mike people just know to go to the Drew and Mike email? Yeah. Yeah, so there's a separate... That's a separate one than my okay. Gmail account, which is mine. And then work. Do you not check all three emails? I mean, <laughs> I mean, is that part of your responsibility as the holder of three email accounts to then check them? We kind of make it sound like it's everyone else's problem. God, people—they don't know which email to get me. It's terrible. It kind of is because I don't think I've ever contacted him through the Drew and Mike. You've got show. mail. Email. I would think you would. I've contacted be... him multiple times to ask him on the show through text message. Yeah, and regular like email. Text message would suffice for this. If there's doubt over the email, it seems that you could have been texting, but I still am not over him going over your head. That to me is beef worthy <laughs> on a long term basis. Maybe. I'll see. I'll get him back. I'll do a really Sounds good like you're email. straining to do some explaining. Hey, by the way, the thing that your assignment is, Drew, is a video. You're not just doing an audio recording, you're doing a video. Oh, you mean at Woodward Sports? No. No. The Gary Graff Detroit Music. Oh, that's okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, okay. No, uh, Trudy, I can be counted on. They know that. <laughs> I showed you guys the email after the show yesterday. I was so proud of it. <laughs> to think that someone knows I can be counted on. And just how, qu- how quick was it? It was, it was very prompt. It was like really prompt. 30 like, minutes or within a minute? I read it, and I was in the mood to answer it. I don't know why. I think I thought, oh, that's cool. I'll be in the Detroit Music Awards from my own home. I wanted to go anywhere. <laughs> so I was kind of psyched. Uh, She's speaking your language. You're going to put awards behind you, too? Oh, you've got to. No, I don't think oh, so. Oh, come uh, on. Yeah, I guess I could. I could pile them all up on purpose. Yeah. Then that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Well, Doug did his last night, and he's got books and his, you know. Oh, any awards? Um, some of his awards and, of course, his all of his collectibles and what stuff awards like does he have, by the he's way? He's got a lot. He won. Tons of things. Oh, why won't anyone give me an award? He, of course, was good about the assignment and got it done is this, last Is the night. video still up there? Have you seen the video? Oh, it's not posted yet. Could you count the awards when you get a chance? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Email you have to about want, it. You have to have one more. Well, yeah. I want to I count how many I have. Okay. See Email. how many I can put behind myself you before I commit. one up them. <laughs> I think we should put all the um, the listener-made awards that they made us when we were... Oh, that's true. Yeah, somebody made us a trophy. A couple like different trophies. odd trophies. We'll put the uh, Detroit hey, Sports 105 draft battle trophy in there. Huh? Why is my lava lamp turned off? Looks like it's unplugged. I'll plug it in. Lila probably chewed the cord. No. <laughs> I probably, Someone unplugged it? I probably did that. because 
Because I had to plug my computer in and work. Is that the what only, do you mean, probably? The closest outlet for you? <laughs> yes. It is. Okay. I, just, I was so excited about my rubber sole, my Beatles rubber cool. sole lava lamp. It's very cool. Oh, Where Jim, is it broken? No, Jim, it's not uh, Jim broken. broke it. Jim just broke it. <laughs> I just got it. I just got it. I inherited broken junk. I guess I did. It's it's a used lava lamp. That's what, what I get. They don't make them anymore. It's a piece of crap. It doesn't work. It was new. It was new to you. Damn it. It doesn't it operate. Out. It's just for looks. <laughs> it was lit up and it was making beautiful blobs. Beautiful green blobs <laughs> to they go with the green. orange base. It's, you know, green and orange like rubber sole. Well, that makes Damn no it. sense. There's nothing wrong with it. Now Trudy broke it. She touched well, it last. How can you break a lava lamp? I'm going to find out who it's broke lava. it. lava. I could break well, it right now. It might too broken for anyone to love. <laughs> That's the lamp. <laughs> <laughs> well, Duff would be the... Obvious suspect, except he hasn't been here. No, he popped in with that big, massive dog a couple weeks back. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, that dog meets you at the door. It, the dog it, is it, huge. It takes your breath away bring, a little. Why would he bring the dog in my fucking house? Intimidation. Wow. I was intimidated. Jesus. What kind of dog? I'm not reading. I don't even know. Movie. It's like a Giant bull mastiff Dane. or something. Oh. Anyway, how, uh, how was Lila with it? I think they separated them. Lila's a little freaked out. I think. I think she's very curious though. But anyway, yeah, I was I was at Woodward Sports today. I actually made a personal appearance. I, you could call it that, but I, I'm trying to coach up the staff a little bit uh, because they're they're doing heavy sports. I mean, they've gone from if you think about Woodward Sports, they're truly unique. There is no media outlet in this town that will invest lots of money to start something without immediately making money. Right. Chad put out. Chad runs Lady Jane's. He owns Lady Jane's. I think six other companies or something. And Wicked made awesome. Huge investment to start Woodward Sports. Built a TV studio, so they got An video. internet sports talk show. And that's the problem. I don't care about video. I don't like. I don't like video. So it wasn't really doesn't work for me. Although we're talking about doing something maybe, but anyway, uh, he's got D Mac over there and uh, Neil, who does Neil the Ruled. Neil Rule does the Oakland U games. Ryan Armani, Terry Foster, Braylon, Naz. Uh, Braylon Edwards and uh, <laughs> and uh, Adam in the morning. Adam and uh, what's Adam's partner's name? And the big heavyweight guys who are young guys at night. I told those guys, you guys are young. You look like fun. Just throw it against the wall. Just boom. Anything. They have nothing to lose. They're young. They're they're fighting ninety seven one. I'm like, just take chances. What do you got to lose? They you can rag on them. They can't do anything. Wow. They're the big guy. Yeah, you're right. But they're getting good, and so anyway, Chad. They should steal Barbara. That's right. Barbara's currently a 97-1 oh. listener. If she listened to Woodward Sports, she, she could become it. a Woodward Sports caller. Oh, she's yeah. powerful. But anyway, uh, if you saw what it looked like when they first started, I mean, it was oh boy, it was like a start, it was a startup. I mean, mm. it was a total messy startup. It's pretty freaking mm. good now. So anyway, just trying to get them to. This team is a shambles. <laughs> Loosen up and just go a little bit crazy because they're really, you know, you're trying to establish that sports credibility. Now it's time to have a little more fun. And so anyway, it was fun. It was fun seeing those guys. It's a, it's kind of it's weird seeing a team like a radio station that's a team like they are interested in each other's shows and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't remember any radio stations like that. <laughs> 
I thought you were always that way. Selfish. With, you were always that way with Doug and Meltdown. You were always. Well, I, I mean, I I did what I did, but I mean, it just they seem they're I pretty. Play tight. really nice with others. Too. They start yeah, play nicely, but they started from scratch. So I think yeah. they're all sort of in it together anyway. Yeah, this is what we heard, right? Join my team. Don't make me beg here, because I will do it. I will suck your dick. I will suck your fucking dick. I will do it. Just join my team. I'll suck your dick. You can fuck me or get fucked by me. You can watch me fuck something. Just point at something in the room and I'll fuck it for you. Come on, just tell me what you want me to fuck. Just tell me what you want me to fuck. <laughs> oh, God. D- you- and they do have leadership over there, too, with D-Mac. Oh, he D-Mac, kinda- I mean, D-Mac's just a natural leader, so yeah. he is sort of, he's sort of a... Leader, I think I would say he gets the C on his jersey over okay. there. I would say, but he's anyway. the glue. Yeah, it was fun to get over there and see all those guys in uh, Woodward Sports. By the way, their Twitter has seventy thousand followers. Really, they've been around two years. I've been around forty years, and I've got sixteen thousand four hundred. Well, did you ask them? <sighs> I did. Yeah, I said, "Can your social media people help me?" I mean, yeah. obviously, they know what they're doing. I mean, Jesus Christ, I am the worst, help the absolute me, help worst. Me. I have a Facebook following, Instagram. Has anything been posted on Instagram in the last year? Probably not. Uh, not since Jen left. Yeah. <laughs> not, since Jen, <laughs> not since Jen silently left. <laughs> Did anyone know Jen left? Um, I sense that she wasn't around anymore. Well, she just post stuff. <laughs> Missing sudden, white woman syndrome. Stuff stopped posting. So yeah. I was only, I could only her. deduct that she left. <laughs> but she was never really here. She'd stop by occasionally and say hi. We ain't she's, found shit. She's lovely, as is her twin sister. But I think there must have been something, must have been a fly in the ointment somewhere, because no. she stopped posting. We were killing it when uh, when she was posting, when Kennedy posted before her. Yeah. But, yeah. We, we need another body. We need a tech person. We need a social media person. Oh, man, it's, it's, this is hopeless, I'm telling you. I can't believe why we have why advertisers. Don't you, why don't you just <laughs> don't you just tell us, force us to, um, we have to do um, 10 social media postings a day. Oh, that's a good idea. Because, yeah, because uh, yeah, they get worse with every assigned post. That's why. <laughs> so if anybody out I see there. All the radio posts. I see some real creative stuff going down. Come on, Drew. So if anybody out there is listening, just. Uh, Join my team. Don't make me beg here. Okay. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Hey, how about all financial? Uh, February is the best time to buy a home in Michigan. Housing inventory is on the rise. Get ahead of the competition because the spring and summer are crazy. Plus the Buy Smart program. You could get up to $2,500 towards your down payment. You don't have to pay it back if you qualify. Get pre-approved same day with the most credible pre-approval in the industry. Hall Financial's five-star certified pre-approval. Then connect you with a top realtor, too, from their exclusive network, including Christina Gennari. Of course, we can connect you with Christina Gennari, too. I just talked to a listener that got pre-approved and wants to work with Christina. So really, yep. So they're going to finance through Hall. They're going to get more. They really buy a home. He better. Cool. Better not shop me. Um, that sounds great. Glad to hear. Call Hall Financial first eight six six Call Hall or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And we better let's see, we better do another commercial because we got to call Kathy. Trudy somehow made contact with a human being in East Palestine. I don't believe it. How did Palestine. you do that, Trudy? I don't believe it. Zooves. Zooves? <laughs> you assigned it to Zooves? Yes. Good delegate. really good at it. And she was at the Zoobs. town hall last night, too. Yeah. That was good which at it too. Those, f- those fucks 
at Norfolk, Norfolk Southern, right. didn't show up because they thought it'd be dangerous. They, oh. I, I could not believe that when I heard that. They, they don't realize the irony. Yeah, they are the danger. Yeah, yeah, they just murdered a town. They dumped the most toxic thing you could possibly dump anywhere in the largest quantity that it's ever been dumped in on this mm-hmm. town. And they are afraid of the town. The town, you're right. Did, yeah. did you watch Chernobyl? Yes. yes. It reminds me of the of, of at first. No, everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's yeah. fine. They yeah. always do that. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't you with the spill? Everything's fine. Somebody shouldn't you err on the side of the residents? Wouldn't that be the best yep. thing well, to do? Yeah. Especially and when they're coughing and they got these rashes. Like, whoa, what the hell is that? I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ! That, that combusted, and they think that other things may have combusted too. But once you know, it's it's poisonous, poisonous enough on its own. But when it catches on fire, then it, of course takes other forms. Well, they said, hey, we're just going to burn it and then everything's okay. Yeah, Come on back. fine. And of course, these people do not, it's not a wealthy area. They don't have a lot of no. resources. Just go, you know what? I'm just going to go build a house somewhere else. Fuck this. Which, I mean, honestly, I would think this would have the biggest GoFundMe ever because I would yeah. think this would, people would yeah. say, well, these are people that can really need the help. They've been screwed by Big Brother, Norfolk Southern, and really the EPA is not doing much to help. Well, and whoever lightened up regulations for trains well, I don't know. They through. can't stop the train from crashing. No, they I mean, can't, they really but they can do a better job of, of, you know, the safety regulations that they have to abide by, and they have to have some. Those <laughs> environmental guys are dumb. I think the EPA could do a much better job of saying, you know, that, for example, they could test the water and get the results back. Before they send the people back, because some of the people are drinking their water. Well, they some told them to drink just... bottled water. They're, they're... Well, they did now, but before they said, you know, everything looks pretty good. Now they said, well, they're waiting for the test results. Well, if the test results are coming back on the water, wouldn't you rather wait for that before you even went back there? Yeah. Because they are getting rashes and respiratory Can they infections. afford to go anywhere else for no. a, a lengthy period no, they can't. of time? Turn off the water. Which is why they should have a GoFundMe because the federal government, should, by, I mean, in my opinion, the government and the EPA should say, you know what, if there's anything the American people would probably foot the bill for, it's these, because look at all the things we fucking pay for. We go, what the fuck? Right. And yeah. here's people who are screwed yeah. by Norfolk Southern and we're just going to go, eh, whatever. Some some of the people on the Reddit forum for that say that they the the railroad did come back to town to rebuild the railroad where it was broken so that they could keep oh moving. that's nice so they could get trains back on schedule <laughs> through the town yeah did they swim in the creek water while they were at it oh, sure, they no sure want to test that out so they're probably in hazmat suits hey. But our friends at Zot Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, they wouldn't do that. The season is changing. It feels like it's time for something shiny and new. Whether you're looking to lease or purchase a new whip, head to Zot Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram right now. Because the crew have the best Google rating and the pricing in the D. Speaking of the best of the D, Zot's inventory is one of the largest rounds. So you're going to find the car of your dreams no matter what, in stock and ready to go. And if not, Jeff Schneider and Thad Zot will be all over it. Check out Ram Power Days at all three Zot locations, Highland, White Lake, New Hudson, where you can lease a new 22 Ram 1500 at uh, 449 a month or a new 22 Jeep Compass for $299 a month. And when you order a new vehicle, there's no better place to turn in your lease than Zot because all the ec- extra equity from your current ride is put down to lower your payment on the new one. Get details and surf their sexy inventory at dealsinthed.com. And Legacy Partners... 
They're the ones that can insure home, auto, uh, small business, and help you out with Medicare, too, so you don't get taken by somebody trying to get you to sign up with them who maybe aren't on the level. They'll make sure that that's everything on the level. They save somebody $10,000 a year. Yep, they did. In insurance. So call them at 586-209-4106. That's 586-209-4106. And then there's Lady Jane's uh, for a hellish haircut. And what about a suite for the 2023 football season? Just get to Lady Jane's today for an award-winning haircut experience. And you'll automatically qualify for your chance to live the sweet life. Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. Walk in any time, seven days a week. It's wicked awesome. Do we have Kathy? Yeah, there's that crazy train from Norfolk Southern going through East Palestine. And yeah, I believe we got Kathy on the phone. Kathy? Hello? Hi, Kathy. It's Drew and Trudy. Hello, Drew. Trudy is here. Jim is here. And Hi, you talked to Brandon. How are you feeling? Hi, guys. Um, Kathy, uh, are you feeling okay? I am feeling okay myself. Um... But um, my daughter has had a few of her animals die, and her stepdaughter has a rash and a sore throat and burning in the lungs. She went to the doctor, and um, the doctor couldn't find anything wrong with her, and she believes it was from the chemicals. I would say the prescription, if I were the doctor, I would say my prescription is to get out of this town. Yeah. I mean, is is that an option for many people? Many people say, you know, I realize that I really don't have much in the way of resources, but my family's health, how can I risk my family's health? But then again, how can you just go if you don't have a cushion to sit on or another place to go? I mean, what a terrible uh, catch-22 you guys are in. Exactly, exactly. I mean, is that your position? Um, I... I'm, I've lived at my home for 26 years. That's your home. I am Negley, which my house is 3.2 miles from the wreck site. Oh, my God. Uh, I am actually closer than some of the East Palestine residents. Oh. Um, the, you know, the way the, the crow flies. But, um, you know, we just, we just paid off our house two years ago. How... And how are you going to sell no. it now, too? How can you sell a house when this exactly. vinyl chloride has just been burned off? And it sounds like the creeks, are, are there just fish floating on the creeks? Yes. That's and today we just found out that they found two dead raccoons in Beaver Creek. Oh. Um, no blood, no animal marks on them. Just, just dead. Killed over dead. You, did you say your um, your daughter or stepdaughter lost some animals? What animals are we talking about? My daughter, she has a little um, farm with a lot of um, uh, chickens, poultry, yeah. and rabbits and goats. She has lost um, two roosters, a hen, and two rabbits. And how often does something like that just happen? Yeah, they were they were perfectly fine. And now her potbelly pig, because we evacuated, and I'm we're neighbors, me and my daughter, um, and she evacuated. She has almost over a hundred animals, and the trailer was only big enough, you know, for as many as she could put in there. So she had to make some definite decisions that she did not want to make. Mm. 
But Aww. she had to leave her pig behind, and now the pig is um, a problem. I, it's, what, what is it about the animals? The an, it always makes always me feel him. so bad because the animals, they, you know, they're first of all, they're a great sign of how good or bad this is. The, you know, watch the animals, and when you see this happening, I mean, it's just so patently obvious. I don't know how the EPA... You would. There are times when people need to act and act quickly and expediently, and this, to me, seems very clear. Is one of those times? How quickly do you feel everyone is responding to this? Um, not quickly enough, and the exactly. damage is done. Right. right. You were at the town hall last last night, Kathy. Um, the company just declined to come. Is that their story? Yes, they declined because. They were, they had issues with being um, afraid for their safety from, not from the wreck, but from the people. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about your safety, but their safety will take extra precautions to make sure nothing happens to them. I mean, you know, and exactly. Ri- Richard pointed out they could have Zoomed or, you know, Teams, yeah. Microsoft Teams, at yep. least to attend to show their faces. The whole town has been faced with something, and even the officials, the first responders, the fire department, they have never had this happen to them either. So, you know, we look to them for answers, but they don't have all the answers because they can't get answers from the railroad. That's all we want is answers. True transparency, though. We want true answers. They're saying that the air is fine and that the um, water is fine to drink. Yeah, then why are the animals dying? Why is people getting sick if it's fine? Uh, you know, um, I'm going to ask you guys, not Kathy, because you're there, so your objectivity is, is obviously, I think you're being very fair about it, but I just want to ask you guys. You know when uh, there's a, a, a big flood or a hurricane and the president flies over or stops and, you know, hands out water or whatever to the people? Doesn't this seem like one of those times where the president should maybe be there or someone very important should be there on site just to say, we're doing something, we're doing something. Because I always feel like the flyover is just a symbolic thing or stopping by. But in this case, this is going on right now. I think you'll see that in the future because I believe as the story grows in popularity, you know, when, it, when it's a Hurricane Sandy or something and we have three weeks of preparation, then it hits, they're going to be out there immediately. When it's something like this that they try yeah, to... It takes years little, to die from this, so I well, guess, yeah, a, we don't care. Yeah, but it takes a little bit of time to get out nationwide. A lot of derailments happen. A lot of... Uh, the hazardous material gets poured out. This is a big one, though. And so as soon as people started putting it on social media, other people picked up on it. And as it gets louder and louder and louder, and we see it on the local TV now, I think you'll eventually get your Joe Biden visit. But it shouldn't take it being louder and louder. They should know yeah, they should. That no, people are how being, serious it is. Yeah, people are being maimed right now. And, you know, the, the, the fact that the animals and the livestock, I mean, what the... So, how many people uh, live in the area affected, approximately, Kathy? Do you know offhand? In the area? Yeah, that that would be relatively affected. I mean, there's probably a couple towns or three towns that would certainly be concerned. Oh, my God. Well, I will say this. A one-mile radius was definitely not sufficient. They should have had an evacuation immediately, at least five-mile radius, at least. Um, what's the pop- what's the population there? Um, when they did the burn off, they should have, you know, had a bigger radius of evacuation. Yeah. 
the population is roughly 4,700. And yeah. the surrounding area. Too. I mean, in this case, this is when you want to play it safe. You want to have too many people evacuate, not too few. Right. But they only, did you say it was a one-mile radius for the evacuation? Yeah, so it was a one-mile radius <laughs> okay. evacuation. And um, it just wasn't not sufficient enough. It should have been a lot bigger than that. What's the? What's the? Uh, I, I'm just trying to figure out why this is not getting a lot of attention. It's a small town, obviously. Um, what's the? What's the main industry there? What do people do? Work-wise, most people are. Oh boy, um, there really isn't any big industries right there. Like hospital um, system. Yeah, it's little small businesses. Um, that we really don't have any great big huge businesses there. It's just um, very middle America. Yeah, it sounds like yeah. right on the Ohio and, and Pennsylvania border, and so I guess you know just southeast you have the steel industry. If anybody commutes, yeah, but. yeah, but that's a little ways away. Yeah. Sure. So is uh, is Norfolk Southern? Is there any? Because I heard that the the head of Norfolk Southern is missing. In fact, his last post, Alan Shaw's his name, he makes $4.5 million a year. His last post was right before this derailment, and he was out at one of the, um, I guess, one of the, the plants that they have or one of the plants that they serve. And he, I love being out in the field. That's what he said. He loves getting out. So strange that he all of a sudden isn't posting anything, and it sounds like he's in hiding because no one knows where he is. Well, they did get in touch with him today. Oh, good, I'm good. telling you, that... That town hall meeting last night got a lot of press. I really think. And congratulations, that, Kathy. I really think that that pushed, um, you know, into the mainstream a little bit more. So he he put out a a letter that says, "We will not walk away, East Palestine." Now they provided. Uh, uh, is there a million dollar fund that they've made available for assistance? Is that accurate? We're hearing rumors here, rumors there. Yes, that's what I was told, and I was told that they are giving everybody within the four 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 one three. Zip code, um, a thousand dollars for an inconvenience, um, but that that has nothing to do with like any lawsuits or anything like that. It was just because they had given money to the village, and now they're you know each person got. At first, it was only um, the people within the mile radius evacuation was getting that. Did they pay? Well, now they. Kathy, when you were evacuated, did they cover your hotel or whatnot if you had to go stay in a hotel? That's what they are saying that that is for but now they're they they made it for the whole town okay which my zip code is it's not the 44413 uh -huh. because i'm the very next town beside them oh boy. um God, so we're whatever. not getting any and, and do people that get to take the thousand dollars do they have to sign anything like okay and i agree that no. uh, i'll pay for all my medical no. problems in the future or anything like that or they just no, give them the money. That was a that was a thing that everybody wanted to know if they went and got that, you know, <laughs> if they had to sign something for future and they said no, it was just given to the the village. Um it has nothing and then there was lawyers who looked at it and made sure that okay. no they're not they don't have to worry about That's future so kind of them. Uh, medical issues and all that. And um I don't I, know if you've heard 
But did you hear that there was another tra- train derailment today? From yes. It's near us. It's yeah. in Van Buren Township. Yeah. It's not nearly as bad yeah. as yours, but it's interesting the way you read about these things. Because at first it's always, hi, nothing to see or no big deal. They said, we're not even sure what, what kind of chemicals are on this train. I'm like, you don't even know. Yeah, and, they then know. They, and then they said, but stay away. <laughs> they told the people, yeah. anyone is in the surrounding yeah. area, stay away. We don't know what's on this thing. It should be nobody. Go, but stay away. <laughs> Yep. So, yeah, North that's Coast nice. Southern, um, yesterday offered um, a lady to pay for all of her moving expenses and her first and last month's rent because her house was deemed toxic. She's not allowed back in it. Oh. Well, just, if their house was deemed toxic, what about her neighbor? Right. What about yeah. everybody else? Well, yep. let me ask you something. How did she get selected as the toxic person? I mean, is there something special about the way the spill impacted Probably. her? Proximity. Well, they came and did air tests on her, and supposedly they were fine in water tests. Well, the creek that was contaminated is seven steps away from her front porch. <sighs> and when they wow. said it was okay for her to go back in her house, and it was um, fine. Um, yesterday, just yesterday, she, she said, okay, I'll go back in my house after you tell me what is in that water. And how much of it is in that water? Mm-hmm. So they then sent a toxicologist out, huh. and when they got the results, the toxicologist got the results. And Norfolk Southern, that's when they called her, and she's got it all on video of them trying to buy her out and telling her that she cannot return oh. to that house because it is toxic. Oh wow! wow. Do you that's, know what, that's a good case? Do you know what they offered her? Yeah. I they don't know. Don't know. Okay. Um, now, now I heard that Aaron Brockovich was on the scene, and we know what a hero Aaron Brockovich is because she she dealt with this issue in California many many years ago. Has she been any help? I mean, at least she brings attention, I guess. Yeah. If nothing else. Um, I don't. I haven't seen myself anything with that, but I have seen, you know, posts and other things about that. But I myself haven't seen anything that um if she has done anything or said anything i'm not i'm not sure about that okay maybe she's just walking around being aaron brockovich and that's really the best she can do right now But you're right it gets it gets a lot of attention i saw that when she showed up there that's when a lot of social media posts also you know followed so any attention is good attention in this case don't you feel like there ought to be a gofundme for this think of all the dumb gofundme we've we've heard about this one sounds like it's really really needed is there one kathy if there is there's probably a hundred of them that are and 95 of them are fake and fraudulent do you know about a go is there a gofundme that you know of i have not heard of any gofundmes um for this and to be honest a lot of people that I've spoken with, and, and including myself, it's really not about the money. It's about we need to know what's going on with what's in this soil, what's in the water, and, okay, put money back for years down the road when we all have cancer and are dying. <laughs> yeah, yes. no. I, well, I mean, I just think... That's a horrible thought. The nice, thing about, the nice thing about money or a GoFundMe is it does give you a few options if... You know, because people tend to be extremely generous. Like, who's that guy who, 
the homeless person supposedly gave this woman the, her last, his last dollar bill, and it was a 20, and so they raised like half a million dollars for this guy. Mm-hmm. It turned out to be a big fake story, scam, of course. right. Yep. But, I mean, this is real. This is a real situation. We don't know how serious it is. Yeah. But- there are 12 GoFundMes yeah. currently. Oh, um, are there? Yeah, I, and I'm not sure well, which ones are, are legit, to be honest with you, because there there's always those sneaky bastards who go in there, and they have a $35,000 limit, and they make it, and then they bail, and they have nothing. They, they, they give nothing yeah, And then Kathy doesn't get a penny. Victimize the town right. again. I will say about yeah. this one, though, when you go to GoFundMe, there's actually an Ohio-trained derailment how to help type of thing. If you were to donate to that one, because it's put up by the organization GoFundMe, I believe that all that money will go towards it. Okay. Hopefully. Well, um, Kathy, listen, uh, maybe we'll, we'll uh, stay in touch with you and call back if there's a development. If you, if you have time for us, we sure would appreciate it. That that would be great. Any, okay. any kind of coverage right now is, I think, helping us a lot. Amen. Okay. Well, good luck to you and your family. So sorry. Well, thank you very much. We okay, Kathy. We just don't want it to the rug. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Good luck, Kathy. Bye, Kathy. See ya. Thank you. Oh, man. I mean, can you imagine your entire house is most likely just complete toxic waste dump? Well, really, it's home when she says, we just paid off our house after 26 oh, years. Yeah. And so you're thinking, ah, I can take a breath. And then this, and then, you know, this this putts Alan Shaw, the CEO, who, oh, nobody knows where he is. It's crazy. And then he shows up at the town hall. Obviously, I'm sure they were swearing at him all night. So he goes... Wait, All he, right, I'm here. God, what do you want? Here's my statement. No, he, no, he just oh, he did not. Today. He made a statement. Oh, he, that's oh all right. Okay. So he didn't even show up. Like, shouldn't they have day one been like, hey, we got $10 million or a million dollars. We're at least going to put a Band-Aid on this until we figure out what's going on. Yeah, kick off yeah. anything financially. Well, when it's... See, I didn't know what vinyl chloride was, mm. but the more you read about it, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then they, they burn it off, which is like, right. whoa. Look at that. The, it's like a mushroom cloud. It doesn't looks disappear. Like, no, it looks like a nuclear yeah. test from the 1940s. Like those ones they did over the desert, yeah. those giant black clouds. And like, yeah. holy crap. And then as soon as I heard about, well, I saw a picture of the stream, and there's just dead fish on top of the stream. Just, oh, dead fish going by. It's really nice. You know, just on top. And then um, this one woman said her her lot, her, uh, her chickens and roosters died, right? And just see these carcasses lying around, like for no reason. They'll just die at once, and then cows and so on and so forth. It's like you know, that's pretty good evidence that something's really, really wrong here. Yeah. I don't want to get smogged out with uh, geothermal blowout toxins. <laughs> but I, I hate the way certain certain situations just bring everyone's attention immediately and everyone just can't wait to help or do whatever they can and then something like this happens and it's like eh, just some, some small town kathy's husband so whatever um i was talking to him before i got a hold of her and he said the chickens are um on their daughter's farm they're alive but their bodies aren't responding like to their brains like they're zombie chickens oh, kind of so they're just oh how weird yeah so, so are you saying it's potentially a real-life zombie situation? Well, you have a brain like zomb- a chicken. <laughs> zombie animals? I'm kind of thinking <laughs> that that's the result of, um, you know, what is it, polyvinyl uh, chloride? Or yeah, vinyl, vinyl chloride, chloride yeah. burning You're off. just right. a little chicken. Well, and it would start... <laughs> <That's> what- <laughs> 
It would start with the smaller animals, like you said, like the chickens and stuff. They're affected more. And, yeah, then, and then the big the big animals, the humans, it takes yep. them about five years or ten years to get this something terrible that's diagnosed in their system and then takes another ten to die. And then just as they're dying, that's when all they get all the attention. They're like, oh, my God, this is terrible. Plus, and they I mean, win million-dollar awards. Then they die before they can spend the money. <laughs> that mushroom cloud, by the way, wherever it, it goes up in the air, it comes down somewhere. So sediment from mm-hmm. that is more than a mile away, I guarantee. Hey, does anybody know who played Aaron Brockovich in our Aaron Brockovich Cliff Notes Theater? Oh. <laughs> is it a sales? I thought, I thought the, the performance was really Do good. Do you want to listen to it and see if we can find out? Well, no, I mean, either I'll take it, it on to the end of the show. Play it at the end of the show. Okay. But I mean, I can at least play the beginning to see if we can figure out whose voice that is. No, that's okay. Mark is yelling not, right now. I know I'm Mark not knows. sure I'm, I'm going to know who it is when I hear. I just remember that she did a good job. Um, Aaron Brockovich, that was. A, <laughs> did you guys see that movie? Yeah. Yes. It was a big movie. <laughs> I loved uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts because Aaron Brockovich, her, her, her speaking skills weren't very good. <laughs> Mm. Her, her grammar wasn't very good. It was like activist pretty woman. <laughs> yeah, it kind of was. But she was really hot. Just kind of, yeah, like and so she clothes could, and stuff. She could get to files and stuff, just hang her tits out, and they would let her see <laughs> files that she shouldn't see. And so she found out. I'm trying to remember, what was the what was the culprit? Chromium something? Oh. Um, but it was a, and she had the, she had the boyfriend babysitter guy. Right. Yeah. Who was, I'm trying to remember that. Chromium was. 6. Her boyfriend? Um, yeah, she had, a, she had a boyfriend, and I, th- I think she had a habit of being dumped by guys because. That was Aaron Eckert. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, it was Aaron Eckert. That was early like, Aaron Eckert. She's like, you're not going to call me because I have three kids. He's like, you're wrong about that call. <laughs> and, just, and then he turns into like the father figure. Aaron? Dude, Aaron's I didn't know hot. it was Aaron Eckert. I was going to guess Sam Elliott. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Super hot. Where did Aaron Eckert go? He was in everything for like 10 years, and then I, yeah, I can't ever see him like Thank you for Batman. He was in, yeah, he was in. Um, but uh, he hasn't been in. Uh, the he was Batman. in Midway. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like he was the man for a while, and then he just disappeared. He's great, and thank you for smoking. He's too. got a lot of credits, so he's keeping busy. That's a weird movie. Oh, speaking of the man, or in my case, in this case, uh, this year's girl, Raquel Welch. Mm-hmm. Look at this picture of Raquel Welch. It's a publicity photo for Fantastic Voyage. Notice anything about that picture? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Look at her flipping that, nipples. Oh, my God. That was on? It almost looked like That those... was on the Today Show this morning. This picture? That picture. No way! When they, yeah. Did they, they cover her nipples? They, they did. I don't think so, because I remember seeing it and, and, you know. Did you see this, Brandon? Zeus was in the room, and I was like, oh, oh you mean, that's, that's awkward. Yes, Drew, I saw it Actually, because. Actually, saw it when I showed it to everyone at you Woodward Sports. You showed it at the meeting at Woodward Sports, and I called him Kanye West. <laughs> no wonder why she was never nude. Those nipples. Wow. Those are, that's incredible. Are you Ooh, sure that's uh, not a bra? Oh, my nipples, they hurt. I don't know of any bra that does that. That's wow. And not to mention she's it's like a fembot. She's stunning. I mean, she's you were right, Trudy, when you said she was unattainable. Yeah. Yeah. She never seemed to be attached to anyone, whereas so many of these influencer model types today, you know, they flit from this guy to that guy, this guy, that guy. Uh I, I don't think of Many of them as being settled down, or you know, Emily Ratajkowski. For the longest time, I just thought I I assumed she was single because why would you be sending temperatures soaring yeah. every day 
on Instagram, oh. if you were married, well, of course, that's yeah. really old thinking on my part. She won a Golden Globe, and she, yeah, she did. was smart I know. to begin with, and she was resourceful, and she raised two kids. She was a, She pointed out that she was this big sex symbol, but ironically, she was a single mom. She was... She was a. Those are not real. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to look for Drew's picture to link it in the notes. I, I did not mean for the computer to be inundated with uh, nudes. People, people who, whoever photoshopped boobs on her. She was not. And way too a, big. They did a pretty good job on a lot of those. Um, she was not. I don't want to say right she was. A, Is that a, her? I don't want to say she was a reluctant sex symbol because she did lean into it. Oh yeah. But she didn't. You know, she was never nude in Playboy. Mm-hmm. She was never nude in anything. Is that her? But then again, oh, Brandon, I'm no, sorry. she would not be in a porn movie it's, giving well, someone a blowjob. I'm sorry. It's the World Wide Web. Bang bros. Uh, and Farrah Fawcett was never nude until, like, the 90s when she did Playboy. She had some nipples, too. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I think the nipples just used to be made bigger. Maybe uh, they did. Must be. Like sand dollars. But I remember that. That Farrah Fawcett, they did that real artsy thing where, um, oh, she's painting nude and she's, oh. she's rolling around in the paint. And and then when the Playboy came out, she's like, oh, my God, I didn't know they are going to show that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just for her to get her to do like, This is going to be so, so This is going to be so artistic. artistic. I mean, they, they won't even notice the nudity because it's so artistic. <laughs> and then it's like, no, it's like uh, gold paint on her naked breasts with her giant nipples. <laughs> And that's all anyone noticed was her amazing nipples. Huh? Where's the picture? She looks really good. Yeah, pull those up, Brandon. You're oh, I finally it. found it. I found the. I'm, I'm, I was just searching for this picture so I can link it in the notes so everybody can click on it on our that, website that, and check out those nipples. What? They can slay dragons. They can cut glass. <laughs> um, Ghost Budsters, the small batch craft cannabis. Ghostbusters is Michigan caregiver-owned and operated by owners that actually work the garden and manage the operation to ensure quality. That's why Ghostbusters has won six Cannabis Cup awards. Each crop meticulously hand-trimmed by actual growers that care and are very passionate about their trade. No trucks driving in from California to dump on Michigan. No, this is carefully and lovingly grown in the beautiful state of Michigan. And you can find Ghostbusters, and you are, at one of your favorite dispensaries, like Breeze in Hazel Park or Shango in Hazel Park or um, Mindright in New Baltimore, Puff in Utica, Dispo in Romeo, and many others. And be sure to ask for it by name at your favorite dispensary. NordVPN helps protect you against bandwidth throttling from internet service providers where ISPs will slow down your internet toward the end of your contract to get you to upgrade. This allows you to switch your country IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney+, and lots of porn in other countries for less than in the U.S., YouTube Premium, cheaper in foreign countries, unparalleled browsing security, and protection from hacking of personal data. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash D-A-M-S or use the code DAMS to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Um, Dr. Yaldo. Dr. Yaldo. Get an appointment if you want to lose the glasses, the contacts, all those stupid, stupid eye appointments. Uh, call 1-800-398-EYES or go to yaldoeyecenter.com. By the way, if you opt for custom LASIK, which will give you better than 20-20 vision in many cases, you can get $1,500 off. Just mention the Drew and Mike show. Seeing 20-20 is only part of it. It's also freedom to be able to see great 24-7 
not just when you put the contacts in or put the glasses on your nose. Enough of that. Custom LASIK is for people 45 or under, and the amazing multifocal implants for those 45 plus when your eyes lose natural elasticity and you can't see the small stuff without bifocals or reading glasses, that might be for you. So consider Michigan's most experienced eye surgeon, Dr. Yaldo, 1-800-398-EYES, or go to yaldoeyecenter.com. And uh, let's see, I guess, should we, uh, I guess we should probably go to South Park. Oh, because I really kind of wanted to open the show with that. That was so stellar. <laughs> South Park going after Harry and Meghan. Oh or my just God. telling it. it like it is. I I loved the voice they used for Meghan. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It is so annoying. And it actually sounds, if she was speaking, that's how her voice would sound to me. <laughs> and probably to Harry, too. And to them. And that's why they oh. depicted her that way. And I thought they did such a brilliant job because, you know, this Harry and Meghan have been going on for a long time. And I think they just took the long view that these are two people who told us they wanted privacy. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> And all they did was get in our faces nonstop about their incredibly impossible life and what terrible victims they are. And and a lot of people did say, wait, I thought you wanted privacy. What, what are you running your traps all the time for? And, you know, wait, what? Wait, you hate his entire family? This is terrible. It's crazy. You got a two-hour nighttime talk show to tell us how much you hate your new husband's family? Wow, that's really weird. And they're the royal family to boot. Uh, and your own family. <laughs> And they left you without nothing yet in her own family. And I- so they have them going on the world privacy tour, which I <laughs> couldn't stop laughing. I laughed out loud a bunch of times. And then Harry also, <laughs> a couple scenes where, well, he's playing drums in the front yard of his new house in South Park. Yeah. For no reason, too. It's, no it's reason. so funny. And then when anybody notices or looks at him, he's like, what are you looking at? Have you ever heard of privacy? Hey. He's playing drums yeah. in his front yard. I, no, it was. It you was, ever heard of a thing called privacy? <laughs> I love it the It was Canadian. really well done. Yeah, and you know it <laughs> starts. You, why don't we just play a long clip? Where, where should we start, Brandon? I got a long clip playing uh, about okay, so the play. Just set up what we're what's going on. <clears throat> so everybody's going to need oh, to watch brand it management now. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Brand management. Now the story starts. Obviously, um, there was there's a whole bunch of parts in this episode that you're going to watch. This was one of my favorites. And here comes Canada's most beloved musician, Sir Smelly John. Yes, Melly John's sitting down at the piano with a tribute for the this Queen of the This is the Queen's funeral, right? Goodbye, Quave, Quave. Same says the Yev. Quave, your last Quave. So obviously they, they, took, they took the Canadian angle like they have in the past. Uh, when William and Kate got married, they had the Canadian wedding. This is the same. And uh, now we learn from Meghan and Harry after they have decided to, uh, to leave. Live from the television studios in Toronto, it's Good Morning, Canada. It has been several months now since our beloved queen has died. Our Canadians are finding it hard to go on. Our Canadians, that is, except for our first guest, the prince and his wife. We have signs. We We want privacy. Stop looking at us. Thanks for having us on the show. It's so awesome to be here. It's great. (laughs) So let me start with you, Sam. You've lived a life with the royal family. You've had everything handed to you, but you say your life has been hard, and now you've written all about it in your new book, Yes, that's right, friend. You see, my wife and I are totally like, you should write a book because your family like stupid and then so are like journalists. So you hate journalists. That's right. And now you wrote a book that reports on the lives of the royal family. Right. So you're a journalist. We just want to be normal people. This attention is so hard. 
Isn't it true, sir, that your questionable wife has her own TV show and hangs out with celebrities and does fashion magazines? What are you suggesting? Well, I just think some people might say that your Instagram-loving bitch wife actually doesn't want her privacy. How dare you, sir? My Instagram-loving bitch wife has always wanted her privacy. <laughs> and you know what else? To hell with Canada. We are leaving. <laughs> we'll go find some quiet place where we can be normal people. Come on, wife. We want privacy. We, we want, want privacy. privacy. <laughs> we want privacy. I love the stop looking at us sign. There's a private jet. And they come out with their We Want Our Privacy sounds. It's walking through everyone. Worldwide privacy tour. In India. Australia. And it continues on, and of course, they end up in South Park. Everybody should take a look at this episode, because it's one of the most... Uh, praised episodes I've seen in a long time. In fact, it's got the highest IMDb of any episode of South Park. Ever. Really? Really? Yes. And oh. everybody's picked up on it. <laughs> you had the Daily Mail who had it as their main story for most of today. Uh-huh. Uh, you got to imagine that that Harry and Meghan saw it and are probably feeling pretty crappy right yep. now. TMZ covered it and they couldn't believe. How could they? Oh, that's going too far. They went too far. I know Charles <laughs> is so soft on TMZ because Harvey's like, oh, come on, it's funny. And I'm really convinced that there are a lot of people his age. He's in his 20s, isn't he, Charles? Oh, no. I think Charles might be in his 40s. <laughs> maybe even 50s. Well, okay. Maybe a little older than 20s, but um, it seems like younger people are more quick to say that's crossing line yeah charles is 53 that's unforgivable charles is 53 gary delabate <laughs> looking like charles <laughs> from tmz is 53 he is holy yeah. shit i had no idea he's but, aging gracefully but they always are spot on everything they ever do uh, they dissect um like scientology mm-hmm. or mormons or whatever episode it's it's always spot on. Yeah, they always call it out. Did they have an environmental joke? Because I thought with them flying the private jet everywhere on the worldwide yeah. privacy oh, yeah. tour, that uh, yeah. there would be jokes about them being environmentalists. I, mean, I but... think I think they tried to make that obvious too, without really saying anything. Well, yeah, because the private jet everywhere. They had the private jet driving down the road. Yeah, to pull up to their house in South Park. That was funny. <laughs> I can't wait. I hope someone asks them about this. I want to hear them. Or I want to see them squirm. Oh, it oh. would. They would be so pissed because I mean, they know there's only one this answer. People have asked if I'm okay. <laughs> the only answer is, oh, it was really funny. But I don't think they can say that. No, I just don't want to be alive anymore. <laughs> if they said you that, might say that. <laughs> it may make it just a little bit more likable. Some people would say, oh, see, they have a sense of humor. Oh, I agree. But That's they, why I don't think they'd say that, because exactly. I don't think they have a sense of humor. Megan will not say that, for sure. Oh, and no. there was a scene, too, where uh, Prince Harry was torturing Kyle with his blue penis. <laughs> oh, my God. Because in the book, he pointed out that he had frostbite, so yes. he needed mommy's oh, special... Yeah. Lotion. Lotion, yeah. Her lip lotion. She had to apply herself, of course. Yeah, boy. Oh, my God, that was so funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. He nice. victimized me! It's because I'm an ethnic woman! We'll just see how he deals with my blue penis. <laughs> He's rubbing, rubbing it on the wind. Sorority girl, actress, influencer, victim. That's right. They also did the branding where uh, no matter what, if you got to get four things for your branding and one of them has to be victim. 
You must be the royal prince millionaire world traveler victim. <laughs> yeah, they, they assign victim. you a brand. That was brilliant, too. I mean, because Kyle was acting out of character. And so, who's it, Butters? It says, you know, this is not good for your brand. Yeah. And so he takes him to Cum Hammers. <laughs> Why was it? <laughs> where the branding experts. And then they offer him all kinds of branding options. You know, like, well, you could be the uh, outdoorsy, likable victim. <laughs> or, you know, there was always four adjectives, but victim, of course. Everyone's a victim now. How many people watch South Park? Because I looked Isn't last year... Like I was stunned at how million? small the audience is. Yeah, it's like a million people. I think it was less than a well, million. Well, they should watch yeah. it more because it's educational. It's so fucking it really funny. Is. Does no one have a sense of humor anymore? Are we the only people I laughing at South Park? I know they still get great ratings for Comedy Central. And obviously they had partnership with both Paramount Plus and HBO. So that's why they've... That's why Trey... Parker and Matt Stone were like the third highest paid entertainment. It was almost a billion year. dollar deal they signed. No, I know, I know they make a ton of money, but I just looked at the actual audience for the show and I thought, God, it just seemed like more people would watch that show. And maybe it's just that the the how many people watch it is antiquated. They have to like be watching it on YouTube and talking about like they have to be. But it was da- daily mail product story. I think they're a product of what we always see with with downing numbers on television because of other streaming services. For example, when you go back to their, seasons, I mean, are people watching it somewhere else? Yeah, where so, so, uh, streaming it. Watching it, you know, through streaming services, which don't come through these ratings. Now, for example, during their big heyday, you know, their first few seasons, they were getting, you know, three, four million per episode as it came out. Now they're getting half a million. But I have to believe that that number is way low compared to. I think I did that one whole season. I caught up with it like way late. So I've fallen behind too. Yeah, that wouldn't count as right. as part of their current ratings. I would just think as, more as think than you know. I think the episode last year that just blew my mind. It was like seven hundred twenty-four thousand. Which you're right that for Comedy Central, that's a great audience. I mean, that's one of their best shows, if not maybe they're in their top two or three at least. They haven't hit a million live viewers since 2018. Oh my god. So I just thought it seems like more than a million people would set their DVR for it at eight o'clock to watch it the first chance you get. I mean, not live necessarily, but at least, well, anyway, I mean, that's changing times. Have you been watching Beavis and Butthead? You know, I haven't. I saw the teaser for it last night. How are the new episodes? Well, I don't know. I didn't realize these episodes were out on Paramount Plus already. So I've, I've watched them all. Oh, I haven't but seen I th- them. I thought it was—it's really fucking funny. They're because, on Comedy Central now. Yeah, they're showing them after South Park. Oh man! So, but oh my god, they watch video—not music videos anymore, but YouTube videos, like a girl eating ten Big Macs. Yeah, they're talking about her. And <laughs> it's so fucking funny. I was just dying laughing. Well, there was uh, important uh, entertainment news today because um, Seacrest in Ryan Seacrest oh, yeah. is leaving Kelly and Ryan after six years. Aww. And think of, I mean, just think back. Think of all the incredible moments that Seacrest created. (laughs) Seacrest, out! I mean, surely you've seen them online if you didn't watch them live. I mean, just think there was... Mm No, there was... No. There was nothing memorable about that run, Drew. Nothing. Mm -mm. No, because there's nothing... There's never anything memorable about Ryan Seacrest. Never. (laughs) He never says anything interesting, ever. But he's on, like, everything. All the networks love him. You know... 
they were talking about, uh, well, of course, he's uh, he's manufacturing olive oil now. He's very serious about that. That takes up a lot of his time. What? He's got his New Year's Rock and Eve. I'm like, it's his not- New Year's Rock and Eve takes up how much time? <laughs> like half <laughs> a day? Exactly. You can't tell me there's a lot of time put into that because that show is a big zero. In manufacturing he says nothing. olive oil. He's not He's fucking- right there stirring it. Then exactly. <laughs> he has American yes. Idol. And the season's about to start. And then he also, this is the part that made me laugh. He still has his Kiss FM daily morning show. And I'm like, Uh, oh boy, there cannot be many things that are more phoned in than his Kiss (laughs) FM morning show. He goes into the station every morning probably, right? I think he's at Kelly recording it. Yes, exactly. And then (laughs) he's the Jay Towers of national television and radio. That's ridiculous. I know, and it's in Los Angeles. I wonder what Kiss FM does for ratings. I'll have to look it up. But, Why does he keep showing up on everything? I mean, we prove it six years on this show. No one knows a fucking thing he did. Savvy investor in TV. Oh, Didn't he start I just he think, launch the Kardashians? Yeah. Well, yeah, he wow. does He does have all those stupid shows that he produced. He, br- he bumped Brian Dunkelman out of American Idol. <laughs> oh, did he ever? God, those. I wish we still had those drops from season one where he adds something to everything Dunkelman says. He squeezes in three Let's words. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, he's got to right. have the last word. Let's hit it. Um, anyway. Uh, have you ever worked with anybody like that? Who did that? Not did really. That and you could tell no. that's what they were up to. I, I can't. I couldn't operate like that. <laughs> What are you? Did you have something like that happen, Trudy? Let's start a beef. <laughs> yeah, start an old beef. Oh, who is it? Restart a beef. Who is it? <laughs> Write it down. I'll say it out loud. I know, I know. who it is. <laughs> uh, no, it's just it, it's just you know you know what's going on, so that's I in do. your head as well as you're trying to do your show. And but you well, there are people who count words and yeah. time spent talking, and yeah, the, well, those <laughs> people usually don't get terribly far. But anyway, um, the great news is that they've had a they've had a, a worldwide audition to replace Ryan Seacrest. They've scoured the world. All the they want to have a male uh, host, of course, to go with Kelly, just to you know keep it even, Stephen. And they announced have a winner yet? Obviously, yes. And ironically, of all the people that wanted to be her co-host, her husband Mark Consuelos won. No way! <laughs> yeah, and it was just like oh, Tori Spelling. Gonna Congre- bone. I can feel it. Congratulations, he Mark. He disguised himself and went in, and they picked <laughs> him. What? And then he said, "I'm Mark Consuelos. Can you believe that?" <laughs> now, the only thing I remember about Mark Consuelos, or, maybe you guys remember this, Kelly posted, or he might have posted, actually. They were on vacation. Yeah, he posted yeah. a bikini oh. picture. And no one paid attention to it adequately. Well, actually, people said that, oh my God, she's too skinny. She's yeah. too thin. And Marcus Wilson would, what? You don't want to drill my wife? Are you out of your mind? My wife is so hot. Everybody wants to fuck my wife. You look great as always, you post-racial power couple. Show me any two guys in this beach, and I guarantee you they want to DP my wife, and I want to watch. <laughs> I mean, he was really weird about DP it. DP my wife. He was weird about <laughs> it, and I didn't know anything he's ever done. Apparently, he's an actor or something. But when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to how I know him, one thing you ever done with your life is make a hot daughter. That's it. That's it. That <laughs> yeah. is it. Because their daughter is hot. Oh yeah. How is it their daughter has? the most gigantic tits in the world, and Kelly is not real chesty by no, any means. it must come from oh, his mother or something. This has got to be some recessive titty gene. <laughs> right? Size of those, look at those things. They're huge. Whoa, she can't even, I think can't even what, wear a shirt properly. And they're always in Michigan because they're always at uh, the big house for games because I think one of the kids goes there. Really? Maybe they'll come to our party. 
Oh my lord! I know, Trudy. Aren't you impressed with those bosoms? Jeez. Are there oh my, any, oh any nudes over Brandon? Because there seems like there's nudes of everyone. No, she's rich enough where she doesn't have to have nudes out there. But I'll Google it anyway just to find out. Oh, here she is in a. Oh my god! Enormous. I hope they bring her on the show. I bet Kelly's so I, jealous. I'll watch. Here's one of the pictures of Consuelos and Kelly in bed. Oh, yeah. oh God, look at look his at rippling abs. <laughs> Lola Consuelos should be a star. Her father, Mark, now. But Lola should be a star. If you don't want to fuck my wife, something's wrong with you. And Everybody wants to fuck my wife. And my daughter. Weird. <laughs> See those two guys over there? I guarantee they deep here in a second. <laughs> <laughs> this girl, they're so big. She's so going to get a reduction. I bet you she gets a reduction. Oh, no. They're that big. That, they're that big. They really are. The poor She'll girl pro- can't even wear button up shirts. <laughs> I think Kelly. Oh, there she is. There's a nude of her. <laughs> <That's not> her. <laughs> I, I think Kelly is going to give her a massive roofie dose mm. and she's going to reduce her boobs while she's roofied. <laughs> she's going to have a giant to. reduction surgery. She's going to wake up really flat. She's going to suck him out with a syringe and put him in her own in boobs. A bathtub full of ice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she's, Kelly's so jealous. She has to be. I, I would be jealous. Well, every uh, 98% of the women in America don't have, can't touch. Jim, are you saying you're going to be really jealous if Reese is super hung? <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, that's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> I didn't know quite how to say it, but... Be like, come on, what the fuck? Those kids' dicks are bigger than them sausages. <laughs> then I'd picture Kate's dad having him. Oh, <laughs> it must have been hereditary on his side. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got to get to Tom Massaway because he is a hard out because of uh, some bowling, I hear. I guess he's bowling on Thursdays. Hmm. Oh, he oh, does? Yeah, he does. Well, why don't we do the boner line first? Because I need to mention, I forgot to mention, Um. The Hall Financial Hotline, which uh, Kathy came to us via the Hall Financial Hotline and Ghost Budsters brings you the boner line. Okay, we're going to miss Maz, though. Well, how long is the boner line? It's 542. Okay. All right. Was it more than 18 18 minutes? minutes. Yeah, Yeah. it's 38 minutes today. (laughs) 209-66-BONER. Please call it. Please text it. Send us all your messages. Send us links. Do whatever. Hey, guys. I want to tell you, uh, the show is great. I listen to you guys every day, and I just love you guys. No homo. Drew, Mark, Brandon, I love you guys. No homo. Hey, I just want to say I fucking love the show. No homo. But also, uh, Trudy, I've been trying to get a hold of you through email. Uh, there's this wish kid who really wanted to do something with you, but uh, it's a little too late now. Sad. Poor kid. Hey, Brandon. Hey, it's a lady. You guys are talking about no homo. No the fact that LeBron did not get fined for saying fuck. Well, think about it. He said, fuck, man. He wants to fuck a man. He's pro-homo. And that's why he didn't get fined. No homo, you get fined. Pro-homo, no fine. Fuck, man. Thank you, guys. Seems kind of gay. I appreciate the uh, reference to the seventh floor crew from Mark Poopy Fellhauer. Mark Poopy Fellhauer. Although the next time you reference Greg Olson, could you refer to him by his rap name and that would be third leg greg that's all i can think about whenever he's on my tv screen that he's got a third leg listen to your interview with dan wetzel uh and mark thank you so much for bringing back the greg olson 
seventh floor crew. A lot of guys. Every time I see Greg Olson doing a game, that's pretty much the first thing I think of. What's your name? G Reg. What you do? Get head. How you drop my drawers and let us see my third leg. Chilling on the seventh floor. I gotta let these chickens know. Be Greg is in the house and I'm finna make these hoes choke. I'm a balls on my dick, then I'm busting up quick. On the face, on the chest, stick my dick between the breasts. Come on, fellas, let's get weird. Stick your dick up in the ear while I'm laughing at these guys a second to all in the eyes. In the eyes. Okay, second down and nine. Okay, here's the ultimate bad beat from a parlay in the Super Bowl. Nobody cares. Nine leg parlay. Hit eight of the first legs before the beginning of the fourth quarter. Variety of things, over-unders, yardage, whatever. Who cares? Need McKinnon to score a touchdown to hit the parlay to win $3,300. And the asshole goes down at the one-yard line for that stupid-ass ending. Fuck my life. Oh, what a shame. Just stay good at what you're doing, which is, I guess, being poor. Yeah, I'm uh, audio separated at birth. The announcer says, Baby face and the uh, finish him guy from Mortal Kombat. Baby face, finish him, Chris Stapleton. Get over here. The golden voice, the jingle. It's your voice is gold, dude. Oh boy, here we go. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Ted Williams stinger thing says Rolls Royce and Show Tunes. <laughs> hey, the Ted Williams entry song, I think they're saying, Who wants some smoke, too? Like, who wants to fight? Who wants some smoke, dude? <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Hi, I wanted to say that I think I figured out what the Ted Williams theme is. <laughs> it's actually it saying, your voice is science for you. <laughs> oh, science for you. Nice <laughs> Man, y'all's fucking phone call game is in the toilet. It's nice to see you again, Mr. Insult. You're calling a disaster site. Why the fuck are you trying to phony phone call a disaster site? A what the fuck? Be Better. I hope you get ass cancer and die, you son of a bitch. Brandon, dumb fuck. It's not nice. Palestine's evacuated. Everyone left town, dude. Wrong. That's why you can't get a hold of anybody. Jesus Christ. And today, everybody has landlines. Fucking expert. I got separated at birth. Brandon, I'm pissed off, wanting the number, trying to call East Palestine with. Jeff Daniels and Dumb and Dumber when he lights his leg on fire. For God's sake, just give me the damn number! Brandon, thicken that voice up a shed, motherfucker. You sound like a faggot. Don't use bad words. I got friends that are homosexuals. You really do. I know you're on the Drew and Mike podcast and you get to control what's on the air and what's not. Mm. But dude, honest to Christ, you sound like a little fucking faggot. Jeez. You and your small hands and your tiny voice. Yeah, and you're ugly. You've got a voice of a cunt you sound like a fucking pussy i like this guy okay, bye. pushing his hey, voice oh i've never been so viciously lampooned quite a separated birth like a separated cadence of at birth or something i don't know but a reporter from the david hogg tv program that i was listening to why does she say rampaged 
Like Jackson says, outraged. As a 19-year-old gunman rampaged through their school. I was outraged. <laughs> Got a separated birth for you. Uh, whoever's doing the David Hogg interview, the, the reporter, she sounds just like uh, Joe's wife from Family Guy. Seeing these children stand up in a way that adults did not. Yeah, I don't want to bring a new baby into the world with him running around. Audio separated at birth. The lady that was interviewing David Hogg and the, you know, she openly kissed Madonna drop. In a way, it was almost like, let the kids do it. Did you know she openly kissed Madonna? Yeah, uh -huh. I'd like to put in my submission for what does Madonna's skin feel like? Is it either <laughs> a water balloon that's blown up about ready to burst or a rotten raw tomato that's nasty hey brandon <laughs> curious you gonna pick up the new uh roger waters album uh dark side of the moon no yeah team waters because there is no team gilmore you piece of shit communist radio for uh one linda ronstadt was a tremendous recording artist especially in the 1970s tons of hits how about you uh look into that simpsons uh cameo she had you sing with Mr. Plow. How about that? <laughs> when the snow starts falling, there's a man you should be calling. That's KL54796. Let it ring. Mr. Plow is a loser, and I think he is a boozer. <laughs> so you better make that call to the Hey, Brandon. I've been looking forward to setting my ass down and watching Top Gun, the new one. I just knew it was going to be great because you're a little bit younger than me. And then I sat down and I watched it and I'm like, what the fuck? Are you a boomer? This movie blowed. What in the hell blowed? are you talking about? <laughs> it blowed. Are you a boomer? Come on. God damn it. Maybe I rip your arm off and beat you to death with it. Raquel Welch was wearing fuzzy britches not fussy britches because of the fur on her little bikini bottoms. Man up and vanished like a fart in the wind and that cupcake on the wall. Let's ask her. Maybe she knows. What say there, fussy britches? Shawshank Redemption. Uh, Raquel fussy, Welch. Fussy. It's fuzzy britches, not fussy britches. Who gives a fuck? Fuzzy britches because of what she's wearing. Fuzzy, not fuzzy. Oh my god, this one is so sensitive. Every time you guys fuck that up, I want to throw myself down a flight of stairs. What's saying there, fuzzy britches? <laughs> Truly was a Shawshank Redemption. Hey, you were talking about uh, Rick Worshi uh, a couple weeks ago. You were talking to him, and he had a line on. He said uh, they were going to do a sequel to the Joker movie. Well, I was looking at Jack because I love that movie. I was looking it up. It's going to be a fucking musical. I can't fucking believe it. And to top it off, it's going to have Lady Gaga in it. No way. They just fucking ruined that movie. In the shah In the shah la 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 Two zero nine sixty six boner. You can call it anytime. You can text it anytime. Everyone gets listened to. Everyone gets read. And that guy is completely wrong. Top Gun Two was the greatest movie ever, and yeah. Tom Cruise saved the movie industry. Uh, Steven Spielberg <laughs> said so. So up yours. Uh, boner is brought to you by Ghost Budsters locations, including Vibe, all locations, King of Buds in Monroe, Information Entropy in Ann Arbor, and 
That sure sounds like fussy britches when he says it. It does. Whether I'm blaming he the actor. Meant fuzzy britches. I sounds like he says fussy britches. Doesn't it sound like fussy? hundred percent. But why? Why would they be fussy? No, I, she I was kind of wondering. To attend to that area all the time. She's fussy. She's horny. Oh, I think that's I, that's oh. how I took it. Okay. I didn't really know what it meant. I've never heard anyone say fuzzy britches or fussy britches. And that cupcake on the wall. Let's ask her. Maybe she knows. What say there, fussy britches? Maybe she knows. What say there, fussy britches? Say there, fussy britches. Say there, fussy britches. Like sounds like a Z to me. It doesn't look that fuzzy. What does closed captioning say? Oh, that's a good question. I blame I blame uh, Warden Norton. Oh, look at fussy F U S S Y. Fussy bridges. Yeah. Fuss. Ha! Throw yourself down the stairs again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bono line needs a Xanax for God's sake. No say. kidding. People are very pissed anger. off. There's this guy. <laughs> he should throw himself down the the stairs for thinking it's fuzzy britches all this time. And, um, that's a great also, threat, though. LeBron has said no homo. Has he? You have it, Brandon? I do. And I would like people, if you oh. know of someone who has said no homo at some point in an actuality or at some point in time that you're aware of, please send it to us. I would like to make a collection of people saying no homo. <laughs> I think it's fucking hilarious. I mean, he's an unbelievable player. A guy that, um, put the mic back just a little bit. In a little room. Put it in my mouth, no homo. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get fined for that. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. People, are people tweeting that all over the place? That's where I saw it. Yeah, it got sent to me because we had the conversation. But it's been out there every time someone gets in trouble for saying no homo. Because there's been guys who've gotten $75,000. Roy Hibbert, $75,000 fine. This last guy, Cam Thomas, $50,000 fine, I believe. And uh, LeBron James, nope, he's allowed to. Plus, he's allowed to swear and say the F word on yeah, live TV. I, I love the way black guys say it. It just, like, it just... It's like subliminal or something. It's part of the word. The last word yes, they said. That's been the sentence. Like it's amazing it's, the way it just slips in real fast. No homo. It's like a suffix to the word. <laughs> no that homo. It's weird. And he had a smile on his face when he said it. I don't know what's wrong with it. I don't Put think it it's that mouth. bad. No homo. I think it's <laughs> I don't know that it needs to be made that clear that there's no homo intent. But uh <laughs> no homo, how did that ever did that really catch on? For a brief, remember that. Well, you better call Maz, by the way. Oh my God, he's just so pissed. Remember that song? Oh, he's gonna be so pissed at us. Oh, that song. I had not heard that song in so long. I barely remembered it. I laughed so hard. I think we played it on the air maybe once or twice. Just, just a couple. Probably when you were in the uh, Mike was in the bathroom and we needed. (laughs) Two and a half minutes or something. <laughs> so we just played a song. I remember it, but I just don't think I ever read the lyrics or no. listened carefully to it. The lyrics are flipping hilarious. How they it gets more and more. <laughs> and What's Maz gonna say about Raquel? Couldn't be made today. <laughs> what will Maz say about Raquel? We're in the Hall Financial Hotline once again. Calling Thomas A. Mazaway. Uh oh, are we too late? No, we're not too late. It's 5.54. And February is the best time to buy... The best time to buy a home in Michigan. Housing inventory is on the rise. You can get ahead of the competition before the busy spring and summer home buying season is here. It's easier than ever to get into your new home with Hall Financial's exclusive Buy Smart program. Giving you up to $2,500 towards your down payment. Get pre-approved same day with the most credible pre-approval in the industry. Hall Financial's five-star certified pre-approval 
They can even contact you with a top realtor from the exclusive Realtor Network at Hall Financial. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at Call Hall First. Always Call Hall First. Of course. So is he going to call us back now? Oh, there he is. Maz? Maz! How many rings How many rings did you let it ring? How about, what, four? We got the voicemail. Yeah, we got the voicemail. Did we do something did? wrong? I'm sorry. I must, have, I must have caught the end two rings. I, maybe we didn't ring it properly. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> do it different next time for you. Yeah, sorry about that, hey, Maz. I got to say, Drew, it was great seeing you, Brandon, and Mark today at Woodward Sports. I miss you guys. Oh, man, it was great to be there. I had a lot of fun. I, I got to listen to those heavyweights. You like those heavyweights? Yeah, I like the heavyweights. Well, you know, they're young enough. I think they, they got a lot of time to, yeah. to put something together, and they seem a little crazy, and I, that's got potential. I like that somebody's giving some young people a chance yeah. instead of just There's retreading no we do that. old people like me and Maz. Exactly. I'm the elder statesman there, Drew. I'm, I, I keep the mean age at around uh, 40. I guess I bring it to 40. No, 30 probably. Uh, Maz, I'm sure you heard the news. Tim McCarver has passed away. Mm. I know. God damn it. I know. Now, were you... Cooking Dion. Were you pissed at Dion over that? Why did Dion kill yes, him? I was so pissed. How that? What? What happened? Well, Tim McCarver... I forgot exactly what Tim McCarver said about Dion, but Dion didn't like it, and so Dion threw a bucket of ice on Tim McCarver. And that killed him after the game. No, it did not kill him, Trudy. <laughs> it is. I've I read it on Twitter and on all the replies that Dion has done it. Dion finally did it. Here's the video. Complained to National League President Bill White last night. McCarver wants a meeting with White as soon as he can get one. And after this confrontation, Tim McCarver confronted Sanders. We're McCarver, no homo. You're a real man. You know that? You are a real man, Dion. I'll say that. The reason it's really funny is because McCarver is so (laughs) fucking pissed. Furious. And he's soaked. He could have laughed about it. If if McCarver got his hands on him, he would have tore him to shreds. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And McCarver was like 70 then, wasn't he? (laughs) Well, not that. No, he was in his 60s at that point. And Dion was like 20. Maybe even less. Maybe even less. How many years ago was that? Twenty years ago? Yeah, it was a good while ago. Twenty-two years ago? Something like that. Uh, Dion was in. Yeah. The, Dion that was, was ninety-two. The, it was thirty. Years is that ago. the year Dion was in the World Series? Yeah, yeah, because that's that's what McCarver was covering when he was with the Braves. Okay, let's see. The NLCS. Um, Sanders in a celebratory Braves locker room following the win against the Pirates doused McCarver with multiple buckets of water. October 11th, Sanders attempted to make history by playing in an NFL and MLB game on the same day, which I've seen the 30 for 30. I think that whole thing is really dumb. Like, he's on the Learjet. It was like, it was like Phil, uh, Collins. Phil Collins, exactly. Did Led Zeppelin really need Phil Collins to play drums? No. And did he have to play drums in the UK first? Could they have gone without him, maybe? No. Okay, so Sanders, a two-sport star, and the conclusion of the Falcons game against the Dolphins. Sanders flew into Pittsburgh to join the Braves for their NLCS game against the Pirates, hoping to become the first player to play in two sports on the same day. He never actually got into the game. At the time, McCarver was critical of Sanders for leaving the Braves in the middle of a playoff series to go play football, arguing it could be considered a breach of contract. He thought it was the wrong thing for him to do. Sanders did not care for the criticism, and at the conclusion of the series, he made it a point to seek out McCarver and douse him with multiple buckets of ice and water. Car was old school when it came to baseball. Is it old school to expect a player to play the entire series and postseason? Is that old school? 
No, I think that's common sense. I mean, I he's mean, getting paid a lot of money to. The NFL game was early in the season. I know. So, I, I well, it was all about Dion. He just wanted to be hey, the person. The thing. I didn't. I didn't blame Dion for wanting to do it, and I kind of thought it was cool. But I didn't like what he did to McCarver. You know what? Just just take take the criticism. It's one guy's opinion, and Wait, just be a man about then it. Then why did you think it was cool that he did it? I'm confused. He said it was no. cool him playing in both uh, games. Oh, I see. Playing in both games. Thank, Thank you, Trudy. You, Trudy. No. Thanks. No problem. Thanks, Trudy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, why, that, why Trudy. was it cool to play in both games? Because he didn't play in the Braves game because he was too Damn late getting it, back. <laughs> I know, but he could have. Bobby Cox just chose not to put him in. So it he shouldn't count. Played. Probably should have played. Well, he just played in a football game and then took a Learjet, so he's probably pretty tired. It was a big Nike thing, Drew. The Nike team yeah. was with him the entire time. It's corporate. I know. I, oh, God. <laughs> I'm serious. When I saw the 30 for 30, it seemed so incredibly selfish and just dumb. It was like, I am so special. These two teams both need me so badly. I have to be available for everyone at all times, regardless of where we are in the season. I mean, baseball was in the the NLCS. How could that not take priority? Just saying. I hear you. I hear you. But uh, otherwise. crew with Tim McCarver. He's old school, man. That is not old school. I disagree with that assessment. Uh, what can I tell you, man? I right, thought Tim McCarver was a phenomenal <laughs> in the booth. I loved him Did as you? an analyst. Him and Joe Buck together were great. What um, about um, Raquel Welch? Mass. Oh, that is a killer <laughs> for me. Honestly, God. Oh. Let me tell you, that, that's a woman. I just can't picture her dead. I can't think of her dying. She's I dead. can't think of her going to the bathroom, and I can't think of her dying. Those are the two things I can't think well, of. Well, she she probably did both of those at the same time, probably. unfortunately. <laughs> they happen simultaneously. Just, that, yeah, that's, let me tell you something. That was the most perfect woman ever made. She was pretty perfect. What about she Kathy? Really, Pretty fine. And yeah. she was all natural. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's was beautiful. She, was she all natural? I guess, I mean, there wasn't really yeah. a lot of plastic surgery when she was. Yeah, and no. she never went overboard at the end. I mean, she gained weight because everybody does when they get up there. Uh, but no, yeah. I, I still think that she, up until a few years ago, looked pretty good. I saw her on the Today Show. They were showing a clip from 2010 or something. I was like, wow, she looks fantastic. She was 70. Yeah. She never aged, really. I mean, uh, I don't know and uh, I saw her on the Dick Cavett show. Uh, I saw a video the other day. Did you see that one? Janis Joplin was on the stage with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Trudy saw it, didn't you? No, Mark did. Oh, I was, was talking so, about Dick Cavett. I saw it today. Yeah, she sat in the one chair, then she jumped right up and jumped in the other chair. He's just perfect. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great eulogy. Uh, what about her screen roles? Did, did you like her on the Kansas City Bombers? Of course. Roller Girl? What are you kidding? A roller skating, big, beautiful woman. I like that movie. I have to admit, I was a kid when it came on, and I was into roller skating. Like, do you remember the the professional roller skating league? Yeah, gosh, of like, course. I mean, there was a lot of. I used to watch roller derby. It was, Every Saturday, I used to watch roller derby when I was a kid. Well, we were at an age. I think my friends and I, the Triple Threat Trio, we were about eleven, and so we thought it was real. <laughs> you know, and there was a lot of fake fights and stuff, yeah. and we were like, "Oh my god, this is incredible! I can't believe how mad these guys get." <laughs> yeah. 
I know. I love those fights. The quick punches, Drew. The fast punches. Yeah, those that's were right. Awesome. And and I never understood the sport one bit. I was like, everyone's just going as fast as they right. can in a circle. And for Who's some reason, I don't know why this team wins. <laughs> I didn't get it at all. You had, it's to like, like, you had to pull the one person past the whole wall. That, that's how you win. Pull the whole person past the one well, it seemed like wall. if you just everybody skated their fastest, the fastest people would win. Why <laughs> yeah. did you have to do it that way? Mm. The team part just was seemed silly to me. Yeah, but eventually you catch up, and then you have, you know, and then you're in a group again. Are you a purist, Trudy? Are you a roller? Then you're a lap roller ahead. derby purist. I can see yeah. you being in roller derby, Trudy. I really <laughs> Trudy, can. That would be that would be adorable. Well, I can skate. So uh, skates and really? blades are different. Yeah, that's true. Trudy, you would have been that's a good true. roller girl. No question. Yeah. That would have been cool. Should have tried out. I can see you doing it. I could see Trudy rabbit been. punching some chick. <laughs> cool. That would probably be very Drew, therapeutic. Do you remember the teams? Do you remember any teams' names? I think I remember the Kansas City Bombers, if I, I'm not mistaken. I, I remember. Was there a guy named Ronnie Rains who was a roller derby stud? I, I think so. I think I'm right about that. And I think he had a girlfriend who was super hot that was also on like the girls team on his in his city. I just found the Ronnie Reigns roller derby highlight reel. Excellent. No, this guy used to get in fights all the time. Oh. He knocked people on his ass. He's a man. Just threw a guy out of the ring completely. The guy went flying. Wow. Ronnie Reigns was so aggressive. He's grabbing those guys' hips normal. Wow, look at that monster. That's not the team I watched him on because he was not number five. I think he was number 41. You remember that? Yeah, because I love Brian Piccolo. He's <laughs> number five again. Or he could have been number 10 because I love Ron Santa. I can't thing? remember which. Oh, he puts a hat in front of yeah, his he, face. He took Super a hat there. and he put it in front of the guy's face so he couldn't see where he's skating. Good one. Look at him. He's just a maniac on, on the roller. We have uh, referees. What are the referees doing? Nothing. <laughs> oh, elbow. oh, he just elbowed that guy in the face. Oh, 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 oh he oh, This is violent. This is later career Ronnie Reigns. This is not when he was his peak. He was not this violent when he had oh. the skating skill. God, he's like probing out there. Running. He's oh. still flying. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I just want people to know he was a pure skater earlier in his career when he had the, when he was younger. Oh, did you see that he had to skate out to trip the guy? Wow, I know skill. it really could get ugly. Ronnie Reigns, uh, good derby. old Ronnie Reigns. Can't believe I remember that name. Is he still alive? You think? Oh, no. Could you please find out? I'll find I'd out. I'd like to know. <laughs> so dead. Uh, Maz. Yeah, buddy. Did you hear about the eighty-four-year-old uh, guy that just bowled a three hundred in Warren? I did. Jerry Barr. I did. He's getting he's getting better as he's bowling as he's older. He's eighty four. Jerry's his name. Jerry Barr. Yeah, I, what a hero! That was his first three hundred <laughs> game. His hero. first three hundred game at eighty four. That's really rare. I, Although somebody I bowled their first three hundred at eighty nine. That's amazing, man. You know that gives me hope. I got my two ninety nine in Jersey last game in league before I moved here in ninety three. And I haven't gotten that close since. Uh, but I'm bowling good now, so maybe I still got a chance. Well, I know why you want to do it, because the American Bowling Congress gives you a ring, right? They do. I have a 299 ring. I remember bowling in, in Bantam Leagues. We used to get patches all the time and put them on. Uh, I had a shirt with all my bowling patches. It was very proud. I love that. <laughs> you still hey, have back it? in the day, the old bowling, the old bowling shirts, we had patches as well. Yeah, no, that was cool. Three hundred game, ten in a row. Well, you know, they got 
Dutch 200. You know what a Dutch 200 is? Uh, I have no idea. Like a Dutch oven? <laughs> it's, a, it's not a Dutch oven. Is it when the chick pays you to bowl the 200? It's strike spare, strike spare, strike spare, strike spare, all oh. the way through. That gives you an even 200. Mm. No, I don't know. That seems like... They call that a Dutch uh, If I bowled a 200 okay. without doing that, I'd be just as happy. I mean, you don't I plan know. a Dutch 200. That's just... Isn't that just the luck of the draw? Not, hey, not if you have skill. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, through all those bowling patches, which is cool, because you got, you know, usually trophies or certificates for stuff, and then all of a sudden, oh, I'm yeah. in a sport where you get patches, and the patches are on everything, so people, you're constantly displaying all your bowling prowess everywhere you go. But then I ran yep, into the... Uh, we actually had a really good Bantam Bowling League, which I think was up to the age of 12. And I was averaging like 137, I believe, at the time. And I think I was the anchor bowler on the team, which was a point of Ooh, pride. And we went to we went to downstate Illinois somewhere. It might have been Champaign-Urbana. I can't remember exactly. I do remember that my friend's dad backed into somebody when we were leaving. <laughs> and, oh, oh, no. And his now, son. Did he keep going or did he leave a note? Um, he, no, he actually talked to the driver cause he was in the parking lot oh. and, and it was, it was really funny because his son was sitting in the back of the station wagon looking out and he didn't say shit. He go, dad, you're going to hit this oh, guy. Dude. He just let him wail right. into this guy. <laughs> so, he's so he's yelling at Warren. God damn it. And I'd rarely hey. heard any parents swear. Like, God damn it, Warren! Why'd you say something? <laughs> it was right in front Drew, of your face. Would you be interested? Would, would you be interested in, in bowling again for fun? If I get my when I get my hip fixed, yes. Okay, but all uh, right. When's that going to happen? Well, it's a couple months away. Okay. Damn, I didn't know you were that injured. I'm sorry. Yeah, I had good birthing hips. He's an um, athlete. Come on. And um, but I didn't finish my story. That was the bowling <laughs> tournament where we went down and we were very confident. We had a better team. The other team had a higher handicap. So we know we were better bowlers. And then their anchor bowler, who looked about 17, he had like a prince mustache. <laughs> Is he, he smoking? Just, the beginnings of a mustache. And he lit a cigarette. Oh, and did. we all flipped out. How long did it take you to grow that mustache? And he was smoking with his parents. Oh we're like, god. oh my god, this wow. guy is so badass. He just lights up in front of his parents, and what? we were completely spooked by that, and we bowled terrible. <laughs> Not wow. like a regular mom, we, we I'm a cool mom. Through. Hey, we're laying a we're laying a hundred pins to our against the team tonight, so we're laying a hundred pins a game like tonight. So I'll let you know how it goes. I well, know you're you, interested. You know you're the better bowlers in that case. I mean, that's the cool part. But we are, but you know what? If you you have to at least bowl your average when you lay in yes. that much wood. There is some the pressure. Team, there's always going to be somebody that, that does well. Yeah, somebody will bowl out of their mind, and with the handicap, exactly. it's really unfair. But Especially when you're laying wood. It is. Uh, lay what? some wood tonight, Tom. And you, secretly, <laughs> and you secretly curse them every time they strike. When you're and, you, and you question their handicap, too. But when you're 12 of course. and an anchor bowler lights up a cigarette in front of his parents, that is a, what a fucking power hey, move that was. Badass. At the time, hey, we were just like. like Kelly Lee, Drew. It's like Kelly Leak in the Bad News Bears. Uh, what did Kelly Leak do? Did Kelly Leak smoke? Kelly Leak smoked. Yeah, he, he batted like 800, had home runs up the yin-yang. Don't you remember? Yeah, I don't remember Bad News Bears. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Little oh. League movies. Yeah. 
It's one of the greatest. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. Greatest movies of all time. Um, I don't yes. know. Who's in that, that movie? That was the Mass? Sandlot. Was the Walter greatest Walter Matthau. Um, yeah, and a bunch of kids. As Buttermaker. <laughs> yeah, you know, Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill, yes. Yeah, Tatum O'Neill, of course, who had a fabulous adult career. I mean, beyond <laughs> reproach. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, peaked early. Um, so what's going on this weekend, Maz? Well, it happens to be birthday weekend, Drew. Oh. 61 on Saturday. Oh. Oh, boy. That's right. It's now, February, the, isn't here's it? Here's the kicker. Yeah, here's the kicker. We were going to Florida, my wife and, and Maddie and me. I was just going to go for the weekend and come back and work. They're going for the week. On, but with the unfortunate happenings at Michigan State, we've uh, changed everything up because of uh, we have Lily and Abby home with us, and we're going to oh. you know, have to go to the services uh, this weekend. It's, just, yeah. it's not good anymore. It, it oh, sucks. boy. What, uh, what, service, are you going, right what service are you going to? We're gonna to go to Brian's, Brian Frazier in Gross uh, in Gross Point. Yeah, in Gross Point. It's, oh man, what a! I hear one of the kids that is. I hear one of the kids in the hospital is now stable condition, yeah. which is very good news. Yeah, the that's... other four are still fighting for their lives, but one kid is uh, looks like he's getting he or she is getting better. But Brian was a family friend, right? He'd been over to your house. He was yes. really tight with Lily. That's yeah, he was. Yeah. Lily and him was Lily and him were very close. Abby as well. He used to date Abby's good. Her best friend. So we all know God. him. He's such a great kid. Wonderful family. Yeah, small world. Sucked. That is just brutal. Yep. Sucks. All right. And now is Michigan is Michigan and Michigan State are they playing basketball this yes. weekend? They are going to play. Yes, they're playing on they're playing on Saturday at Chrysler. Okay, that's good. I think. I mean, it'll be good to yeah, sort of break out so. of this for a couple hours and let people. Yep. Cheer their brains out. Tom Izzo. Tom Izzo spoke yesterday. I know you guys have talked about it probably, but. He did a really nice job. Oh, you mean his speech? Good to hear him. Yeah. No, he's yeah, a Yeah, he did about, about seven minutes. He's a great seven guy. seven minutes speech. I saw it. Yeah. I love, oh. I love Izzo. No, I do too. I met him on an airplane yeah. a long, long time did ago. I mean, we've interviewed him, but, but yeah, I met him on an airplane. It was funny because he wasn't sitting in first class. Now, he had just gotten the head coaching uh -huh. job. It was probably his first or second year. And it's like, why are these people talking to this guy in the green? And then I realized, oh, is that the Michigan State coach? I don't even think I knew exactly that it was him at first, but he was super nice, and he was chatting he up is, everybody. Man. He is so good. And yeah. You know what? He never tells you, like, no, if you want him in for an interview or whatever. He's always, always very uh, available. Yeah, if you called him as for an interview next week on Woodward Sports, would he turn up? Yes, I would be able to get him. And if you wanted to talk to him, I'll be able to get him for you as well. Whoa. Really? Uh, I haven't been offered that service yes. before. I got his number. Just podcast. say when. I can call him anytime. Just okay. say when. All right, Maz. All right, well, good luck with bowling. I know we've gone over our time, Thank Maz. You guys. Apologize. It's great seeing you, great seeing you guys today. I miss, now I know why. I miss Mark. I miss it. Like, you know, he's a son of a bitch, but I miss him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm encouraged to hear that, Maz. <laughs> good seeing you guys. Thanks good for luck. having me on. And, uh, We'll talk to you next week. All right, give Lily our best. Bye, Tommy. See you, Tommy. I will. We'll see you know, you. I, might, I might drop by. Uh, I might drop by Red Shovel next week for a surprise. Ooh, all right. Oh, Bring okay. Bring Jeter. We love surprises. Okay. <laughs> you got it, man. <laughs> see you, man. See you guys. All right. Is he still on the phone? He never hangs up. He actually hung up this time. I think it's because he he's he's late. He's over. This is supposed to be practice. It's probably his turn. Yeah, he's gonna be tight. 
Oh, man. Yeah, Lily, I can't believe she knew that guy. I mean, that guy knew a lot of people, um, as they all do. At that age, you have so many friends. But I tell you, weird. I, I'm not in, in, in the mood to criticize anyone, but I still was, maybe it's just the difference between, you know, being that age at one time in my life versus them being that age now and things are different. But I saw so many people talking on TV who, um, in one case, they, they mentioned, you know, where they were. So they were saying, yeah, I wasn't, you know, near exactly. And they mentioned, I was looking at the campus and I'm like, oh, they were like, I mean, they were like three miles away. And of course they didn't know the people, but they were just like, I, I have to go home. And I thought, if somebody was murdered three miles away on my campus in college, would I want to go home? And I was thinking, well, first of all, my parents wouldn't pay for it, so I wouldn't go home <laughs> because I live so far away from college. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, I don't know why my brain was doing this, but I thought, I, I mean, I just, because I just did, I was like, well, 50,000 people are going home. I mean, I know some of those people, obviously, the guys in a fraternity, a lot of people know them personally. Some people are very close to them. And then, of course, most people don't know any of them and were nowhere near it. But they all wanted to go home. But it was a, an attack on their school. And, I, I, you know, what? I, I guess I kind of understand wanting to go, you know, back and to what's safe for you. Your just home. Being afraid no matter. I, just, I guess I just saw it as an attack on the people that were just happened to be there. I didn't see it as maybe an attack on the school because he's 43 years old. It's not like he went to the school. Right. I mean, wasn't he just, I don't even know. We do, do we know what his motive was? I, not that I know of yet. That's did, what I keep waiting they to hear. They hint had, at it today? Like that they were going to talk about it or there was something that they had uncovered? I was just looking for it now and all they came out with is that he had two guns, 10 magazines, and this note do people want to go home just because they're upset that this Safety. happened at their school? Yeah, because he... So it's, it's kind of an... It could have been me. It really, really could have been me. Because eh. I, I I mean, most people were nowhere near it. I mean, there's 50,000 students. There's there. probably people living there that don't go to the school that were closer to it. Like, did <laughs> yeah, they go right. home to their parents? I don't think so. Well, I don't know. Maybe they do. Well, on the state I mean, capitol, but, when they did the protest, there were a lot of signs that, no bullshit, said it could have been me. Those, Oh, yeah. A no, lot I of know. people sent them my way. No, I, I, I think the it could have been me thing is really operates in a lot of situations now. I, I just don't remember as many people saying it could have been me because, I mean, that's just the way things are going these days. But, I, you know, honestly, it's like I— People want to go home. I don't care. Their parents probably want to see them anyway. Yeah. So whatever. It could be more of that. But to I be just honest. I couldn't help thinking that. But if you were really far away, know anybody? I mean, need to yeah, go. But home. no schools going on. What are you going to do? Everyone's I, going I mean, home. I know. Kind of a no, I, I wasn't mean to be a dick. It just <laughs> I just was thinking that when I saw this person interviewed because they made it very clear that I don't know any of these people. I was not anywhere near this. But I need to go home. And so, I mean, fine. It's not my money. It's not my school. It's not my house. Right, yeah. It's not my parents. doesn't I mean, affect you anyway. I, I have no right to judge that person at all. I mean, maybe they <laughs> really, really, really did need to go home. Well, and on the February 14th show of uh, Ermani and Edwards with Tom Masway, you know, they start the show and it, 
you know, obviously you're listening to Tommy who has a daughter there. Tom's daughter knows him. She's known yeah. him for a couple of years yeah. or actually right. for multiple years. Didn't Lily she know was, him from high school? Yeah. Lily yeah, was no, right I'm not the street. casting any aspersion on, on young Lily. She no, no, was no. very close to this guy. But what I'm, what I'm a suggesting. A lot of people were. If anybody wants to listen to it, the, uh, the February 14th show of Armani and Edwards with Tom Masway, the, the first 25 minutes or so, they bring Lily on and. Uh, to me, the, the, the biggest She's thing... warning, the phone quality's not great. ...is the four hours, though, from the Can't moment that, you know, it's declared that there's a shooting, and then the uncertainty. I mean, if you have any friends or family that go there, or if you're just curious about it and you went online, you were fed so much misinformation in those four hours. It must have been insane. Or well, people pushing that's... you to the police scanner where you're okay. hearing shot fired here, shot fired there, four gunmen, three gunmen. There's I'm going to be completely circulated. transparent. I think that's the reason... A lot of people Correct. have to go home because at some point they thought, you know, there's three gunmen, they're swarming the campus, and, you know, I'm under attack. Whereas the fact of the matter is there was one gunman. But when all this fucking fake news gets out there, yeah. and this, you know, it's people, the problem, that's the problem with social media and the internet is that nobody has the good sense to go, you know what? I don't know a fucking thing about this. I'm just going to keep quiet. And let the authorities deal with this. And if I have a really solid tip, I'll call it in. Right. But they go, oh my God, I heard this. And the next Put thing Put it on you know, Twitter. People are hearing stuff on the scanner and they're calling in the police. The police are talking about it on the scanner. They don't exactly. need you to call. <laughs> it, which is just further confusing the police yes, more. Yes, it was. Why do the scanner, like, I was listening to the scanner. It's Everyone just, was. So was I. And, but I was watching not going to call and go, I just heard on the scanner that blah, blah, blah. It was. <laughs> No, it's really, it's a problem. And there are a lot of other cases, too, where they, they get too many fucking tips. Because, uh, you know, for example, in uh, Idaho, they had so many bad tips to go through because so many people just thought they knew certain things. And then these Internet sleuths, sleuths get together, these yep. crime solvers. And they start coming up with shit that's really not founded at all. And so they have to follow up on hundreds and hundreds of really shitty tips. So why <laughs> waste their time? Why can't that? Why do the scanners have to be like? Well, they don't have I don't to know. be. I don't know. It's, I, it's just on a frequency that people can put on. Put online. Right. There were other frequencies that had you know that higher ups in law enforcement had on their own, but people were obviously going to the one that was made public. And from there, they're catching up on calls, you know, 15, 20 minutes before, or, you know, they're investigating things that uh, that a student might have called in from a different place. So if you were listening to the scanner, you were led to believe that these shooters were all over the place. If Shooter. you were on, not, I'm saying shooters because that's what you were led to believe right. via the information out there. When you were on social media, there was the pictures of three guys with long guns who were law enforcement, but right away... The internet declared them to be, you know, the active shooters. Three of them, and then of course, as we discussed in you know previous days, well, they were wearing the police guys. uniforms. I mean, I don't think I'd call that tip in. Nope, nope. And but it's all this. It's everything online. Just having and everyone wanting to be the sleuth. I want to be the person to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I have a voice. I can write it online. I can call the cops. But if it, if those stories, like Idaho, for example, wasn't on our nightly news, we weren't reading stories about it every day. Would they have had that many tips? 
They probably still would have had a shit ton. Yeah, they would have had a lot because once it became known, it didn't have to be in the nightly news that much for everyone to know that four college students were brutally, you right. know, murdered with knives, which is, I mean, that is really personal. And uh, and that was a small campus, too. Um, and I'm not trying to belittle Michigan State. I mean, whether it's a big campus or a small campus, it's still a... I mean, holy shit. And I fell down the rabbit hole with Idaho as well, especially when, you know. You always fall down those rabbit holes. Not always. Uh, I'd like to know the information out there, Jim. All the fake information. Okay, I might have fallen for a couple things and told you that I think it's the soror the fraternity guys because of this and this. I and thought this. it was a redheaded guy. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the redheaded guy, Trudy, is getting, is having a serious mental health issue because of people oh, really? like you. <laughs> How does he know? Because <laughs> people are calling him going, you killer, just give yourself up! <laughs> Trudy saw your picture and He's thought it was head. you. <laughs> no, it's it's poor it's, dude. I, I have to admit that um, I am officially numb. And when I saw like people talking about this on TV, and then people talking about the vigil, it's like I have heard so many of these. They all sound the same. You could substitute two previous ago or two years ago. And it would sound the same to me. And that's not because it is, is any less tragic at all by any means. It's just this is fucking insanity how often this happens. And I feel like people are like they're numb or they almost get a high from it. Like they're not there. Like it's something it's it's bad to say, but it's like almost exciting. What's going to happen next? Yeah, I think when it's going on, people are really excited to to you know find out or to find out first or to think they found out first which is usually what happens is they think they found out first and then they give a really shitty tip and they confuse people you listen and they to scare a the shit out of people online exactly well i mean another good example is the the, the china balloon you see uh so many different uh, theories about who's behind it. Obviously, I don't. The UFO I don't. People. I don't there's people thinking hole. that the the Chinese are, are are spying. Did you see the big news today? I did, and I have to admit, I thought it was really late. It's like we're shooting down stuff out of the sky, and there are people, people are going, "What the fuck is going on?" Well, we finally had Joe Biden speak about it today. One of the top stories right now, as we talk is the Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade, an, an Illinois hobby group that's like, hey, we're missing all of our balloons, and we think they got <laughs> shot down. <laughs> Joe popped our balloon is the title. Yes, Joe Biden popped our balloon. <laughs> so many of these recent balloons, not the first one, but the recent ones, they believe, hey, these might be ours, a hobby oh, group. Wait, we shot down with a $400,000 missile. And by the way, <laughs> we missed once. So we spent $800,000 in missiles, not to mention the cost of sending those jets up. Right, exactly. We shot down to shoot down Fuel. a $13 weather balloon. The Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade reports that one of their balloons is MIA around the same location where it got shot down in Alaska in, in the Yukon. With an $800,000 worth of missiles shot down a $13 balloon? Really? This is. I, I mean, mean we, our intelligence isn't a little better than that. Well, and, and but that's and, all the and planes could not. I mean, tr planes were backed up and circling and circling to get around this thirteen dollar balloon. And really, perhaps. that's the politics of it because there's so many right wing people going, "Don't let that shoot shit it down. Get rid of it." I know people that were saying that. It was like I was laughing at them, but then then Joe Biden or you know people. Oh, we gotta. 
gotta do that. We're gonna look good. They're gonna. So they're they, gonna they vote have for graphics us here night. about and about the tracking of these hobby balloons, where they start at the you know the <laughs> the, the southwest tip of Alaska, go through the Yukon, and then hey, we just lost the balloon over the Yukon. What happened? It's weird because at the same time, the news is saying they shot something down in the Yukon. I'm not Wait, sure if huh. this is a hundred percent accurate. I mean, it's leading a lot of news right now. How many buses? Are these hobby these balloons? These are tiny ones in comparison to the actual first Chinese balloon that was shot down. Oh, the the hobby balloon, it's the size of a small car. It's actually, it's some people said it was small smaller car. than a small car. Oh. Yeah, well, so it wasn't really it does big. does not fit the same <laughs> description as... Oh, no, the Chinese balloon was, uh, what, uh, three 15 football fields high and <laughs> one, buses long? 46 Mandy Moores. It was almost Lake- as big as the sky. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> almost <laughs> as big as the sky. Did you say fourteen football fields? I was like, no. It was fifteen football fields 15. high, but it was three. Fo- or wait, was it three buses long? I fucking three buses. Like a right? The units of measure are new to me. The one, the one in Lake Huron was just two Volkswagens, right? It was I think it was one Volkswagen bus. Oh, it was one. Uh, the, <laughs> but the fighter pilot himself said it looks like a small car. Huh. And he said it was an octagon, which is why the the button what's what are they called the button cap brigade bottle or cap the oh the Northern cap Illinois brigade. bottle cap balloon brigade yeah Stupid. they said that sounds like our balloon oh my god shits that's awesome and they stop well, for a while but they don't know for sure if it's but theirs right I, it's not a hundred percent confirmed but it's the number one story then why on many is it on sites. the fucking front of news sites if it's not even it's confirmed the, it's on the front of day because now mail. we're thinking oh it's just this. This thing. It's on the day. Well, let's let's it's see also if it's on true. Independent and Forbes. I mean the the in uh, Fox News. There's a story about it right before the show today, and honestly, Washington it's, Post. It sounds like it's their no. balloon. Probably. Everybody's probably reporting is. on it now. <laughs> we might have just been shooting down hobby balloons. Well, they they have not said. This is why I thought, why aren't they telling us what they shot down? Okay. The, the one that was indeed Chinese, the Chinese yeah. trying to get intelligence, we allowed that balloon to traverse the country because China. it was so big that it could hurt someone when it landed. Okay, I get it. I'm not a balloon expert. I'm not going to go, they should have shot it down over Montana. How dare they not shoot? I don't know anything about this subject. This is all new to me. I give China great credit. So they shot it down when it was off the coast of South Carolina. That's fine with me. I think they'll learn if they fucked up or they didn't. And from what they said, they said that whatever capability they had to gain intelligence was blunted while it was traversing the country, which sounds, I mean, I assume that we have the ability to do things like that. So, okay, I'll believe that. But then when they shot the three down, all of a sudden it's like, wait, what's going on? People are just firing balloons at us. I mean, balloons are just <laughs> firing balloons, like just <laughs> barely moving at you. People are just <laughs> launching baskets every five minutes. And sending balloons at the U.S. because our <laughs> balloon defense is so weak. I mean, it just seemed really weird. All of a sudden, we shoot down three. We've not shot down anything. I mean, when's the last time we shot something down in our in United States territory? Shit, I don't know. Nothing. Oh. I can't think of anything. No. I mean, it, it seems like kind of a big deal. And then days go by, and it's like, what were those things? And every night they leave the news go, still no word on what you know what was shot down, and they're still collecting evidence. And blah, blah, blah. so today, play Biden. Uh, did I send it to you, Brandon? It's the minute fifty six. He gave a statement today. And at the end of the statement, um, someone said, uh, 
He, well, he abruptly left the stage. It looked like he was going to take questions, but he abruptly left the stage when a reporter demanded to know whether his family's interests in China got in the way of dealing ah, with China. Come and on, said, Give me a break, man. And then he invited one reporter to come for a private interview while all these reporters are just screaming questions at him. And he come said, on, You can come to my office and ask questions when we have more, uh, ask the question when we have more polite people around. Come uh, on, man. So whatever, but play the 156 because this is this is all we have. Last week, in the immediate aftermath of the incursion by China's high-altitude balloon, our military, through the North American Aerospace Defense Command, so-called NOR- NORAD, closely scrutinized uh, the uh, our airspace, including enhancing our radar to pick up more slow-moving objects above our country. Balloons. Sleepy Joe. In doing so, they uh, tracked three unidentified objects, one in Alaska, Canada, and over Lake Huron in the Midwest. He struggles with like four syllables or more. They acted in accordance with established parameters He's really for determining how to deal out. with unidentified aerial objects in U.S. airspace. At their recommendation, I gave the order to take down Blamed it these on them. three objects due to hazardous oh. commercial air traffic and because we could not rule out the surveillance risk of sensitive facilities. We acted in consultation with the Canadian government. I spoke personally with Prime Minister Trudeau and Cam from Canada on Saturday. And just as critically, we acted out of an abundance of caution and an opportunity that allowed us to take down these, these objects safely. Oh, yeah, sure. Our military and the Canadian military are seeking to recover the debris so we can learn more about these three objects. Our intelligence community is still assessing all three incidences. They're reporting to me daily and will continue their urgent efforts to do so, and I will communicate that to the Congress. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were, but nothing nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from other any other country. What about the button cap brigade? The intelligence community's current assessment <laughs> is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather or conducting other scientific research. Okay. Well, but that one thing that he had to say was that they shot them down because they could have been a danger to air traffic. Yes. They were implying that 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 if a plane flies into a balloon and it covers the windshield, they won't know where they're going. And they could no, crash. I think that that the idea is that there's just not enough space in the sky for planes Correct. to get around all these in- <laughs> objects that are taking up so much space. Right. But aren't they space. aren't they supposed to <laughs> like if if they're doing if they're flying some sort of balloon, um, isn't it supposed to fly at a certain altitude so it doesn't interfere with planes? I mean, what if it gets sucked into the engine? Well, I think I like to think that the pilots can see an object that big from a. Distance and get out of can, you know, it's pretty clear up yeah, there. Actually, I, seems like it. They just I mean, I thought the sky was autopilot. pretty big. They put it on autopilot. Yeah, I mean, they could have shot this balloon down a long time ago. Somehow, balloons have been managed, or planes have been managing to get around this balloon. The button cap brigade balloon has never been threatened before. Bottle cap. The bottle cap brigade. <laughs> what is, yeah. It is bottle cap. Yeah, and when you take a look at their balloons, their balloons match a lot of the descriptions of the stuff over Lake Huron and stuff like that because they have uh, like the the things that fall down from them. You know, when you see, when you heard the the one over Lake Huron, the wires strings or, has strings going yeah, down. Yeah, it's, it's oct- octagon in shape with strings. And when you look at their balloons, 
I don't know about the octagon, but they definitely got strings hanging down there. There's so. another there's another hobby group that says they're missing a balloon. Yes. <laughs> so I'd love to hear Biden behind the scenes. Maybe shot down this fucking balloon. Uh, a $400,000 missile. I mean, didn't you think that we had the ability to know a little bit more about something before we shot it down? Was it? I just assumed that. I mean, I don't know why I assumed that. Wasn't that balloon over Lake Huron like 20,000 feet? Yeah, yes. it was low. Yeah, 20,000. And they could fly pretty close to that. Well, right? that's what... They, well, they could. I mean, if they were landing, I if suppose... If there was enough room could. in the sky, maybe they could. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it was creating quite an obstacle <laughs> for anything. Yeah, and another thing with these uh, balloon hobbyists, they're saying that, uh, hey, we the last time we pinged them, you know, they were uh, pretty much right where they got shot down. So... Uh, it's you know what? Like I hate those people, by the way. Those balloonatics. We should call them. Trudy, why are you getting on down on these hobbyists? I don't know. I hate- Trudy, why do you want me to look for a phone number when you know they're not going to answer for me? <laughs> What's wrong with hobbies? Is the bottle cap brigade listed? I'll look right now. Uh, let's see. Goofballs get together and fly see, balloons. It's the so Northern dumb. Illinois Bottle Cap Brigade, mm-hmm. balloon balloon brigade, bottle cap balloon brigade. And uh, let's dumb see if I get a name. Hobby. They're probably busy getting. It's like so people much who ass. shoot rockets. Let's see. Here, oh, look at they even have a. Oh my God. Oh, they've got other balloons. They even up. have a map that's like here's where our balloons are, and see this one right here. Uh, we don't know why it's stationary because it got shot down. How about contact us? Huh. Wow. I, I mean, I'm wondering what Canada... Like, well, yeah, I, go ahead. I mean, whatever. If it's really bothering you that much, getting around it somehow. I wanted to do it as much as he did. Really? Would they have shot it down if this Chinese balloon had not... Well, they're, they're I mean, part it seems of... like the Chinese balloon got everybody a little balloon happy. <laughs> yes, balloon happy. I don't see a number at the moment. Hmm. Uh, I got a guy's name. We'll figure it out. We need Carrie. Are you looking him up, Jim? Yeah. This, by the way, this this group, which is obviously quite threatening, um, they looks like a lot of kids. Yeah. Mm. Like these look like the uh, the type that are in. uh, They build model rockets and shoot them off. Yeah, or they're 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 in science club in high school, and you know it's like. Right. I just need $13 for, for a weather balloon. It went 100,000 miles. Why are they called the Bottle Camp Balloon Brigade? I would like to know. That's a stupid name, in my opinion. Dumb. Northern Illinois. Uh, let's see. Okay, the guy, the founder of Scientific Balloon Solutions, which makes balloons, which he says are used commonly. He said there's tons of them up there. I tried contacting our military and the FBI to let them know that, you know, a lot of hobbyists have balloons up there that they may have done. Some of them are visible. He said most of them are not, you know, to the naked eye. But he said in terms of planes, they can see them from miles away. Anyway, I tried tried contacting the military and the FBI and I just got the runaround. (laughs) All I want to do was enlighten them on what these things probably are. They're going to look kind of crazy shooting these balloons down. Who's this? This could be Carrie. Carrie who? Carrie's on. Carrie from the Balloon Brigade. Oh, okay. Could be. Shot in the dark. I'm on a phone call roll lately. So. <laughs>
Your call has been forwarded oh, on, to Carrie. an automatic voice message system. I didn't care. Back to the button cap brigade. Bottle cap brigade. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach Carrie of the uh, Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. That's uh, the Drew and Mike show calling. Roger. And uh, we were just hoping to get a little information about the uh, balloon that you may have had shot down. And, and um, of course, my uh, RIP to the, your balloon and science club and all that. If you could call us back, we'd love to get some information about your projects and uh, and what you guys are doing in the Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. Thanks. Sounds like a pretty heady stuff these guys are up to. Uh, the balloon shut down over Yukon. They're not going to get a bill, are they? <laughs> 800, oh, 800, 800000 yeah. No, I... Sidewinder <laughs> missile? Don't think so. No, their balloon was shot down. It's eight hundred grand. Well, you owe us $13! Minus $13. I got news for you. If this balloon needs to be shot down, we're going to be spending a lot more than $800,000 because there are a lot more balloons up there like this. According to this guy... Now they're going to stop shooting them down, and Chinese are going to get all theirs through. Disaster. Uh, well, let's see what speaking else. of Asian countries, do you guys want to hear the Ted Williams clip of the day? <laughs> uh, yeah, we do. Oh, need I can't wait. Ted Williams clip of the day. And... Okay. Yeah, because I did pull one. Anybody else from the Bottle Cap Brigade? Not that I can find. No? They just have an email number. Email. Do address. they have a website? Yeah, with an email address on it. Okay, that's all. No names. So today's Ted Williams. Sound pretty secretive to me. (laughs) Here's today's Ted Williams clip of the day. Ted Williams with you. That's right. I'm what you call a (laughs) Vietnam era vet. Okay, I was in the era of Vietnam, never what? served any combat, but uh, I managed to make it over to Korea, South Korea. I hung out with the Koreans because I loved them, you know, and uh, I learned a song. It was a love song. And from time to time, some of the Korean outlet stores here that I go to or whatever, when I hit them with that song, you should see the look in their face of awe. Like, where did you learn that? How did you learn it so well? Why do you speak Korean so well? One restaurant I went to, it was a Korean restaurant, and I love bulgogi. uh, And I don't eat kimchi. uh -uh. Uh, That's grown with human feces. (laughs) Um, Jesus. It goes like this. God pinun. And then here's the here's the chorus. Tulhawayo Pusan Hangye. That's a good one. Great song. Oh, I kind of messed it. It's been a while since I sang it. But if I have any Korean people out there listening or watching, I want you to know that I I hold that song dear. And like I said, I nailed it. To to hear somebody say, how's it go? I'll I'll do it on my next podcast. If if you know a friend who's Korean or who could, I, I guarantee you they'll say, oh, he did a good job. (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, <ooh>. Cancelled. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're like, oh, he did a oh, bad job in imitating us. <laughs> 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 He's self-aware. Wow. 
Hey, Brandon, do you know where the Balloon Brigade's located? Because they mention WBLN. No, that can't be Balloon TV, can it? WBLN. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. WBLN. I mean, are you having a hard time figuring out what towns these guys are from? Yeah, because there's not a ton written about them. It has their name, Carrie Willis. Like yeah, kind of, that's no, why I, I that's got some why I names call. that are a little bit different, so they probably might be easier to find. But I mean, we can try it. I'm. I mean, yesterday went so swimmingly with East Palestine. I'm sure that it's going to go <laughs> great with the Northern <laughs> Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. Brigade. <laughs> WBLN News. Let's see where is this. I'm just trying to figure out what town they're in or what what area they're in. Doesn't that make it a little easier? Where's to narrow Skokie? Down? Skokie? I'm going to guess. Oh, north. they're in Skokie. No, okay. I'm asking. Is that northern? That's north of Chicago. Okay. I know yeah. I had Carrie's number because that was Calumet, and that's... Um, like, these names are, they're not all that common. There have to be a, there has, has to be a chapter in Michigan, right? Uh, are well, there balloons? It would be more fun to talk to the people who actually launched this threatening balloon. Sure. I mean, Just to hear how threatening and, you know, diabolical they are. Oh, for <laughs> yeah. sure, yeah. And what they're finding out with their balloons, too. I tell you, looking at that map, we got a lot more missiles to send up there <laughs> based on how many balloons they have up in the sky because they got them up all over the place. Oh, boy. They could be in big trouble. Uh, but, I mean, what they were doing, was it illegal? I don't think it was. No, no. No, well, they've been doing it. They said they've been doing it for a long time. All right, I'm going to try Bert. If you have a drone, though, you can't fly it over a certain altitude. Like where planes well, are. I don't think these people are novices. I think they've been doing this for quite a while, so I, I would assume they know a lot more about it than we do. Um, I mean, I'm no expert on drones, and I'm certainly not an expert on balloons. But everybody else is. Heads up for Bert. Oh, Bert? Bert, what's his name? Crane. Bert Crane. And he spells it weird, though, at least. Hello, this is Bert. Leave a message, oh. and I'll call you back as soon as I can. In your face, East Palestine. Hi, Bert. This is the Drew and Mike show calling from Michigan, Detroit. And uh, we were interested in the um, the Bottle Cap Brigade, the Balloon Brigade, and uh, and see if we get some information from you. If you could call back the 248 number. Thanks, Bert. See ya. I'm going to try his boyfriend, Ernie, it's right Craner. now. <laughs> Craner! Bert. Cranes! Who's this, Brandon? I don't know. I, I didn't, I'm not dialing anything. What are you talking about? That's oh, I thought me. I heard a phone ringing. It was. It was me trying to call for my cell, trying to try a different number. Oh. <laughs> see, see if someone answered. <laughs> uh, oh, these people are, they're all older. Well, there's one youngster. Let me there's, try. Some, there's some youngsters in the group. Yeah, let me try Elizabeth. Elizabeth? She sounds hot. <laughs> oh, she's the hot girl that hangs around with all the balloon geeks. Yeah, she knows those science geeks are going to be making money someday. <laughs> Who's that, Jim? Michael Seedman. The subscriber you have dialed is... Michael Seedman. Oh, that's the first name I wrote down. Seedman? Seedman. <laughs> because there, was, there wasn't many. There were only a couple in Illinois. Um, did you hear about John Fetterman? Yes. It's almost you know, like his health isn't that great. Uh, yeah, no, it isn't, because he had a stroke. And so his health is pretty fucking bad. And if you remember, when he did the closed captioning in the debate, he was yeah. a disaster. And what pissed me off about John Fetterman was there was somebody who was interviewing him for, uh, I can't remember, it was one of the big outlets. And they reported that 
you know, until we got the closed captioning, he really was struggling to communicate. Yeah. And so people just wailed on that report, like, how dare you say that about John Fetterman? And then shortly it's after fat. that, he, in the debate, he fumbled badly. So anyway, uh, the other thing was they kept implying that, oh, he's still recovering. And they were saying that, well, actually, most recovery occurs in the first three months, so he's not likely to recover a whole lot more. So anyway, he is now in Walter Reed Hospital being treated for clinical depression, because the transition to the Senate had been very difficult, uh, along with the strain of his recovery, which left him with physical impairment and serious mental health challenges. Uh, and they've suggested he needs, he needs inpatient care. Probably his just depression is so bad. Constantly afraid to die, too. Pro- I mean, seriously, like, am I going to have another stroke every second? Well, it sounds to me like the Senate was really not probably a great job for a guy recovering from a stroke and not recovering all that well from it. Yeah, Although but you can't it let seems Dr. like Oz anyone, any there. idiot can be in the Senate or House of Representatives, as we've learned. So maybe <laughs> his standards are too high. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was interesting. I hadn't read this before today. They said that when he's not getting close, close captioning, that anyone talking sounds like adults on Charlie Brown. Oh, really? Yeah. Serious. <sighs> yeah, that's, that's what they, the medical people said. Yeah. It just sounds like noise. It's our government. And it's very frustrating. Wow. So, yeah, so there you go. That's the senator that, you know, a lot of people tried to say, you know, I'm not sure he's okay to be running. Well, at least Dr. Oz was, didn't get in. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what matters. Trudy had a fantastic idea. So this guy idea. may die of depression. but <laughs> Right. <laughs> I thought Trudy had a good idea where they just bring Dr. Oz to be Fetterman's personal doctor. And yeah, they, they can both be senators. Yeah, get a tandem um, seat. And fall in love and there'll be a movie about it. Dr. Yeah. Oz makes sure no homo. that nothing happened. Well, Fetterman, <laughs> no I mean, he's on one of the I better... I I knew how to quit you. <laughs> he's on one of the better medical plans you could possibly be on, and they yeah. can't put him back together again. Is it weird that this is, like, announced already? Shouldn't they kind of try to quietly do it and see what's I going? think once he's elected, who fucking cares? I mean, you might yeah. as well come out with it. But when he was running, you know, like I said, the one reporter just got wailed on for saying that... Oh, didn't seem too together without the closed captioning. Like, you bitch! And but now he's always going to, even if he does recover and he gets over this depression, like he's constantly going to be bombarded with... I mean, that would be fucking difficult, I have to admit. I mean, but uh, isn't the bar... Be deaf? Yes. I mean, isn't the bar... Oh, there we go. That's what he hears. That's what our senator hears from Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> and they already announced a few weeks ago that he's using that technology that you you mentioned where he needs a whole bunch of assistance just to be able to figure out what anybody's saying and oh. well that that's why he's depressed because but you know like I said before I think the you know bar what? for being in the US Senate and the US House of Representatives is so low that I think they should say you know what you're fine just do the best you can. That's all anybody can ask. It's not that important. Nobody <laughs> nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. There's somebody who can help him, though. I mean, look at the hey, Brian Johnson. He's hearing back after it was wrecked from being an ACDC for a bazillion years. But Trudy, his and prob- auto racing and Fetterman's problem is in his brain. Yeah, but isn't his there... His brain is damaged. They can't rewire that. It's neurological. Oh, speaking of that, the Bruce Willis news. Yeah. So uh, grim. He's got God. dementia. 
Oh, my God, that's so Yeah, awful. I know, it's really sad. Bruce Willis. It was happened so fast, too. Jesus. But in Did John, you see Die Hard? In John Fetterman's case, now, there's talk of a fantastic voyage mission <laughs> that maybe if they could find someone to replace... Rocco Welch's character, Corey Peterson. Oh, uh-huh. If they could relaunch the Fantastic Voyage and into John Fetterman. Into his brain. Absolutely. <laughs> fix I, it. I meant to watch that movie last night. I forgot. Oh. I got to watch that this weekend. And, and Unstoppable. You have to watch that, too. Unstoppable? The train movie. Oh, that. With Denzel Washington. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Bullet Train, the Brad Pitt movie. No. Oh, that one's good. It's the Denzel yeah. and Chris I, Pine movie. I watched it for a while. I think I might like it. I just didn't have the patience for it at the time because it just felt claustrophobic. But I think I might be able to get over it. I like Brad Pitt, generally. I think he's good. Was that? Did Guy Ritchie do that movie? Or no? Am I way um, off there? No, I don't think so. It felt Tony like it. Scott. Oh, Ridley it. Scott's brother. Oh, yeah. The pace, the pace of it was real... Um, yeah, but it was comedic, you know. In a way, yeah. Oh, you mean bullet train? Oh, you're bullet right. Train. Oh, I, thought okay. you, I thought you were messing around. It is it is Ridley Scott's Yeah, brother. no, I, it is his brother. He's got a brother. Um, so Kanye went to the police today Uh-oh. to report uh, a quote-unquote paparazzi incident. Oh. He says that he's tired of being followed and harassed by paparazzi and reporters, which... Because of the nature of you know him just saying ridiculous shit for the last year, um, I think people are just trying to. They're just thinking, well, something's gonna. He's gonna say something crazy. I do love there. Hitler. Yeah, and they they instigate. But they know he. What doing. But for him to go to the police is comical to me. He just punched a fan like six months ago, <laughs> who I believe was that a female fan. No, that was a male fan who... Oh, it was a female's cousin was the one saying, Kanye, what are you doing? You just punched that guy because the punch wasn't on camera. Well, last But her week, comments were, and it was obvious that, yes, he punched this person who wanted an autograph. Yeah, and then last week, remember, there were people that were filming him. Uh, everybody was because paparazzi likes to follow him around, and he grabbed the phone and threw it. And so that was a... He was yeah. a suspect in a battery, and it was That's, obviously him. Well... <laughs> Taking a phone from a female is considered a crime in some cases. <laughs> yeah, if you steal, if you take a phone away from a female, I mean, typically what usually people are doing is they are kidnapping or they're, what's the word, confining them without any detaining way to contact someone oh, for, for help. help. Oh. Yeah, so I mean, that's considered serious. Didn't in his Lindsay. case, he just was being an asshole because she was filming him, which by the way is legal because you can film anyone, anywhere, Anytime. If they're in public, I don't know why, but no one is allowed to say, I don't want to be filmed. They're both victims. The the phone owner and Kanye for being... Well, I guess he's not a victim according to the way this works now, and I, I really don't understand this idea that no one can ever say, I don't want to be filmed. That If you are out of your home, if you walk out the front door, anyone can film you anywhere you go. I mean, I would think for one thing... It would be harassment if someone is just following you around with a camera because, yeah. I mean, in the most extreme case, uh, which I read about not too long ago, people who left the Church of Scientology yep. have people chasing around with phones everywhere and, you know, doing this. And it's like, that's fucking madness. And the recording part was not illegal. What they were trying to get them on was... 
uh, harassment, stalking, which is not easy. I mean, ask people who've been stalked how easy it is to get someone jailed for stalking. It's very, 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 very hard. So um, eventually, the, the later clips show these three people who are all Scientology people, and I guess a, a PI too, and they're carrying these phones. And the person who's being stalked and being followed and recorded everywhere is is like at their 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 head turned and they're recording them back. <laughs> <laughs> Stupidity. Nice religion. You need to get rid yeah, of no, the great religion. Didn't great church. Take a hose to him. I mean, beautiful isn't, church. Isn't water? Doesn't it defeat all phones? Uh yeah. If you got a hose handy, I mean. Yeah. Um, super soaker and or whatever. Super soaker. <laughs> Uh, David Miscavige, by the way, they have determined is officially ducking being served. So he, I think what they're saying is that he is considered served because they've attempted to serve him 27 times yep. at places that they knew him to be or he was supposed to be, and he is absolutely not locatable. For some reason, no one can seem to get service to him because he's... Um, I guess he has to testify in two or three different cases? Two different cases. Uh, one of them was supposed to be the Danny Masterson trial, uh, or at least things that surround it. Another one was a child labor suit out of Australia. And they're not messing around. I believe that's where this judge said, consider them served. I, so cannot, I cannot believe they have not been nailed for child labor. It just blows my mind. Because I don't know about you guys, but I've heard, because I'll watch anything about Scientology... <laughs> I've heard so many stories about people who said, oh, yeah, I had to work, you know, 12 hours a day on, on sea breeze, or I had to work, I had to do this, and then when I misbehaved, I was put in this special yep. area for a month straight, and I had to scrub grout with toothbrushes yep. for 14 hours a day, I was allowed to sleep for four, then I had to get up, and I had to serve all these people breakfast, and blah, 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 and it's, it's so... Let's go child labor! It's so beyond OSHA laws and child labor laws... Let's go, child labor. Let's go, child labor. It builds character. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. Oh, so what's going to happen to Miscavige if, like, he's officially served? He served. He so served. He doesn't show up. Then he's in violation. Yeah, he would so be in contempt. He can't go back to Australia. Would he you? would be in contempt of court. Okay. So you know, it gets to be a problem. Is it? You know, if you just keep doing that. So it's getting Eventually. tighter and tighter. I can't wait for him to go down. He's going down. I can tell you in the next, maybe, it might take 10 years, but in the next 10 years, the next decade, I see not just I, Miscavige, I so. but the whole Church of Scientology going down. I hope so. I, I really do. Unless Tom I, Cruise I, saves the industry again. and then uh, I, I'm amazed that Tom Cruise can still get away with being part of it. <laughs> I, I'm amazed that he doesn't feel he has to say, by the way, I'm not involved with these loons. Yeah. When everyone's doing that, everyone's distancing a themselves lot of people. from not just Scientology, but little... Th oh, I, I'm not friends with uh, James Franco anymore, and I'm not... Uh, exactly. So why is it that, that you know, if, if Seth Rogen feels he has to say, James Franco's not my friend anymore... I think he's stupid, but... Yeah, no, I think he's a shitty friend is what he is. Um, or he's guilty. In other words, he witnessed this, and right. he didn't do anything about it. He didn't care, and so whatever. So Rogan's complicit? Yeah, exactly. Hopefully. I want him to be, because I don't like him anymore. <laughs> no, I, want I, Steven Spielberg, I want Steven Spielberg canceled for giving him that big hug and telling him he saved the movie industry. No, you just told a Scientologist, an abuser, a child laborer, that he saved Hollywood. Well, yeah, 
I mean, if we're going to cancel these people, you know, like Chris Harrison, who defends someone, you know, for going to a plantation party in college, it seems what Tom Cruise is doing is a lot worse. But, Drew, we hold different standards with Bachelor Nation. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, people who are small stars can't get away with anything. People who are big stars can do really shitty stuff for a long time. Because they make really good moves. Until it just piles up and that cup finally overflows, like Harvey Weinstein. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad Top Gun 2 was made. <laughs> Let's save the world, almost. Did it. <laughs> Remember I that they're... The party for their tax-exempt status, too? Yeah. Like just, Welcome oh, to church. Oh, yeah. Welcome to church. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, the fact that that's out there and, and no one can do anything. Like, that's such a blatant, you know... Oh, poke in the eye. Party. Uh, yeah. Oh, jeez. 2LRH. <laughs> so um, our friends at Dr. Roche's office have February specials they would love you to know about. They've uh, right now got a buy one, get one on lip filler. Buy one, one syringe, get one syringe for free, or a fat transfer for your lips uh, with a complimentary Fractora. $550 off of breast... Um, Augmentation and a package of Diva treatments, three external tightening and three Diva tightening. And all of this, part of their uh, February specials, give them a call for more information. If there's something that you need them to tweak for you, you could always call for a consult and talk to Dr. Roche, 248-338-1110. But uh, call them up if you're interested in some of their February specials because they've got some good stuff going on. Um, Christina Gennari is also got her hand all over the real estate market. She knows what to do. It's, a, it's like a chess game to her. She has all the great moves. She's been doing it for the uh, past 20 years. And she and her team are ready to help you find the home of your dreams when you're ready to make a move. So when it's time to move, go with the obvious choice. Christina Gennari. SoldChristina.com is how you get to her. SoldChristina.com. The obvious choice in real estate. Excellent. And I know uh, we'll probably end up repeating these stories when Drew comes back down. But I do have a couple <laughs> uh, celebrity things just to kind of get out of the way. Rebel Wilson, who is sizzling now, of course. She used to be 742 pounds. <laughs> now she's very thin at a uh, slim 310. But she has created a brand <laughs> new dating app. Forget FarmersOnly.com, Match.com, Plenty of Fish, all that bullshit. This one's called Fluid. Uh, really? Yeah. Who, who or what oh, is it about? Guys, so this is about there's her. There's no genders. It's interwoven with her own personal story looking for love. Oh, which I, thought, I thought it had to do with I've always it's... found fascinating Rebel Wilson's you know journey for love. Right. So this one, you don't have to define yourself by ticking a box that says, hey, I'm a dude, I'm a girl, I'm straight, I'm gay, I'm bisexual. Well, that no. helps. That's what you're looking for. What? <laughs> what are you talking sorry, about? I'm this sorry, is fluid, man. So uh, I already got the app on my phone. I'll let you know <laughs> how many uh, other fluid people. How many other dudes you hook up with? <laughs> yes, possibly. And she did find love. She found Ramona Agruma, whoever that chick is. She made a point to, I think she was bitching about Pitch Perfect, who told her she couldn't lose weight. They didn't want her to lose weight because she her role in that is, fat Amy. is funny fat girl. Yeah. yeah, She's funny when she's fat, and when she's thin, she's really arrogant. But her name opinion. in it. <laughs> Was Fat Amy. <laughs> so, yeah. She does nothing but tell us how sizzling she is, and she takes new sizzling pictures every three pounds she loses. And, you know, for somebody who told us about body positivity and that, hey, being fat is the best, it's better than anything. 
and I love being fat. And then all of a sudden she starts losing weight. Too. Oh my God, have you seen how much weight I've lost? This is incredible. <clears throat> I mean, isn't that a little something quite not hypocritical? Right uh-huh. And I saw during the Grammys. Wait, it was the Grammys last week, right? Yes. <laughs> when Trevor Noah congratulated Lizzo on her body positivity. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. What? What does that mean? Congratulations on your body positivity. He's basically calling her fat, but she's okay with it. Yeah. Congratulations on being disgusting. Congratulations and huge. on being okay with being huge. And still loving yourself. Yes. Right. And being extremely unhealthy, but good for you. I thought the salutation was off. <laughs> I mean, if he said, you know, um, I really like the work you're doing on the body positivity movement or something like that, but congratulations on your body. It just seemed. I don't know. I didn't get it. Or how about just your music's fucking awesome? Yeah. Like, that would kind of fit the Grammys a little more, probably. But I think her body positivity is more important, maybe. Oh, it's so nice. The other celebrity loose ends I had was a, a fantastic, just touching video of Jaden Smith staring into his phone while he cries. I love my fans, and I love our journey. This family is our fortress. I should write something about emotions and how they're okay or whatever, but honestly, I just found this video on my phone. Yeah, right. Why is he crying? He's He's just crying. (laughs) You should not be posting that, Jaden. He's the worst. He really this, is. this is like Paulina Porsco. Remember, she, it's, it's she posted thing. herself it's crying. Now. Yeah, cry into your how, phone. How much, I mean, so the victim thing is, it's, I mean, it's not just a thing. It's taken off. It's overtaken yeah. the country. The, the, instead of trying to be the most successful or the wealthiest person, the biggest victim would be the greatest person, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what is Jaden Smith's four words? Um, let's see. Son of, uh, oh, Nepo baby actor. <laughs> Nepo baby actor. Nepo cry baby. He's being a Nepo crybaby. Fourth one's always the crybaby victim. victim. So you become successful by being the biggest victim. I I just cannot believe, because this is apparently followed by thousands of people going, this is fantastic. Oh, my God. He doesn't even say anything in it. Can can we read the responses? He's being vulnerable. What's fantastic? Was that on Instagram? But we don't know him. He's just being vulnerable. He's like, I'm being vulnerable. <laughs> could be. There's cr- no context. It could be crying because he has gas pains. Like what's? I mean, honestly, he looks Same. ridiculous. These comments show exactly why he needed to do this. Men need to be allowed to show their emotions. Just out of the blue on Instagram, in mm-hmm. front of everyone following you, most of whom just don't know you at all. This is so beautiful. If more <laughs> boys and men realize uh, that there's nothing wrong with experiencing the full range of human emotions of the world. No one's saying it's not. Look, sure, there might be a stigma that men don't cry. Men break down all the time, but they don't post it on social media and it's just a simple no. 15 seconds. No, he's, <laughs> he's doing it to get attention and to get likes. And he's getting it. A million people uh, like this. Oh, my God, I love that. He's crying. Yeah, over a million. What if he was crying because he just killed a rabbit? Oh my god! He just <laughs> tortured it. and killed a rabbit. Tortured it too. <laughs> I love. I love this comment. It says, "Can we talk about the political and economic state of the world?" And the reason why that guy put that is because when Jaden Smith was like 21 years old, he went on a radio show and talked about how, like, oh man, I hate, I hate people my age because we're not deep enough. And then he said this, "Dude, like, can we talk about like the political and economic state of the world right now?" No, you can't because you're 
you're 20 years old. You shouldn't be talking about that. And you're not a politician. No, you can't talk about what's going get on. Out, get a motorcycle. I wish Jaden Smith was my son. Oh, he's the worst. Uh, was there a new Chad uh, Chet Hanks post? Of course there is. There's fantastic Chet Hanks posts every day. All you have to do is follow. Is this life coach Chet Hanks? Yes. Yeah, it's his new identity. And he's always got wise and inspiring world. Hey, at least he's not crying. Is on he talking? Can we hear him? Yeah. Turning it up right now. I've been in a situation oh boy. where you're in a room with someone that could possibly change your fing life. And all you have to do is take an initiative to put one foot forward and say, hey, man, I just want to let you know my name is so and so. I was blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Can take an opportunity to network, to schmooze, but you're so timid and doubting yourself like Jaden Smith and thinking a million things in your head that that person walks by you and in that brief moment where you could just take an initiative and do something like you give you money pass you by and you stay in the same spot this is what a lot of you are doing every single day but you're not doing anything spot, except telling people to what to do on yourself refusing to invest or bet on yourself and that's why the fuck you're at where you're at and What's going to change? That's Why what is you he telling us out. that we're Hit such that failures when up. it seems to me he has a huge head start in life and he's doing nothing like, wouldn't it be except different? building muscles and buying Lamborghinis? No, it's self-mastery program, Drew. This is elite mindset coaching. Well, I'd like to see him have some enormous success exactly. that makes me know that this guy knows what the key is to get to the top. Like if Elon Musk or Bill Gates was saying oh, that. Elon Musk, I'd be fascinated. Bill yeah. Gates, I'd be fascinated. And it, Because honestly, what he's saying is pretty much the opposite of Jaden Smith, just going like, oh, look at me, I'm so vulnerable. And <laughs> I'm a victim. He's saying, don't be a victim. Like, it's all on you. Like, I get the point, but what has <laughs> he fucking Smith done to change himself? I can't decide if Jaden Smith is fake crying or not. What do you think? Yeah, it looked fake to me. <laughs> but everyone's buying it. Is that new, too? Is that You just posted it today. I, I was just thinking it was great that none of the Smiths had emerged lately, but Ugh. they're back. Jada's back talking about, you know, alopecia. I, my wife's name <laughs> Sorry. Out your fucking mouth! Okay. We now know he's a loon. He's an absolute right. loon. He's yeah. a nutcase. I mean, he's certifiably crazy, and I want him and his fucking bitch wife and his crummy kids to get out of our face. <laughs> crummy kids. Unfortunately, Drew. His kids suck. I Am Legend 2 is set to come out soon. So. But no. He, I can't even watch him in a movie anymore. And eaten I by zombies. I know, I know, which I is stupid because the end of the movie of I Am Legend, not the book, but the end of the movie... He kills himself. He sacrifices himself. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry. So now they're going to make a part two based on the alternative ending, wasn't, which just seems wasn't that, that's a fake way to get another paycheck. What they should do they should do a documentary on Will Smith, and it would be the alternative if he hadn't yelled, Get my wife's name out your fucking mouth! <laughs> Screamed it on national TV after hitting the host. <laughs> after slapping the shit out of him. Wasn't kind the, of like it's a wonderful life. Yes. If he hadn't done yeah. that, and how he goes back to being good, Will Smith. Isn't <laughs> I Am Legend based off of what's that? It's uh, the book. It's based off the book. I thought it was a Charlton Heston movie. What's that? Char no, they're Planet no, you're of right. the Apes. No, you're right. Oh no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> he is right. Um, there are they, they made one. It's not called I Am Legend though. I used to own it actually. I never watched oh, it, but really. Oh boy! You just bought it because you like to own it. Because I liked I Am Legend. I wanted to see the Omega the Man. Omega Man. Yep. Then that's that's based off of the I Am Legend. Wait, Omega Man. I I don't think I saw it, but I've heard. is that a good movie? 
I don't know. I never it's, watched it's it. Is old. it good? good rotten tomatoes. <laughs> is, is it Rotten Tomatoes good? So old though. But it's it's a similar thing. Like he's the last guy, and there's he's. A oh, 64. That's not bad. Yeah, it's got a 64 critics. from the critics, 53 from the audience. Oh, that's a bummer. That's well, from um, 1971. Right. So. And then that's the true. I Am Legend, the uh, the movie with Will Smith pissed a lot of people off because it wasn't true to the book. The book has a fantastic ending. Really? And I'm sorry. I like the movie. I don't give a fuck what the book says because I'm not reading the book. Yeah. I don't want to read the book. I don't, I don't want to read the book either. <laughs> no interest. I, know, but the I like movie the nice doesn't... shortcut they gave me to entertainment. <laughs> I, I, the movie doesn't fully explain what the whole I Am Legend, what the whole book is about. The book is about. Who cares? It's the I don't, movie. The, it's just separate. pretend the book doesn't exist and you'll be fine. No, I didn't you know it was a good movie. movie. She had a shittier story because in the book, what ends up happening is he realizes that he is the legend. He realizes that society has moved on in this altered state and he is like a vampire the way we see vampires right now but in the book they're just like oh there's a human settlement over there I'm gonna blow this guy up boom it had nothing to do which is that was why fine with me they're basing the second movie off of the alternative ending which was the actual ending. actual ending to the okay movie. well I hope it's as good as the first one but I doubt it <laughs> I, I just love the product placement kill the dog again Oh, God, I hated that part. Oh, I know, what a bummer. Um, the product placement of the Mustang that he was driving through the middle of New York City. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> like, that was cool to have a... Cornfield. Um, Chasing deer. Did uh, did anybody happen to see this Don Lemon story today? I saw it. It was trending. Don Lemon is just having... Uh, it's this morning show on CNN just does not seem to be working because Don Lemon is used to working alone. So now he has to pause and listen to other people. Oh, so, so sorry. So he kept talking over the females. I mean, like really badly to the point that the girl, I guess after some really patronizing exchange, which I saw and it was it was pretty bad. She stormed off the set during the commercial <laughs> and then he was given a day off as punishment. So for being a misogynist. Yes. Oh, man, that story doesn't even pop up because he's been in trouble since. Uh, yeah, he came back, and he's been, he's been, I think he's been patronizing. Sassy. Uh, all I know is I saw this girl was was interviewing someone. He goes, that was a really good interview, and I loved the question. But I mean, it seemed like, oh, stop. Just let her do her thing and shut up. So today, uh, Nikki Haley, she announced she's running for president, right? Right. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's is she the first person to oppose Trump? I think she's yeah. the first person that like officially like her and Perry Johnson. How old is Nikki Haley? Oh, Nikki Haley is. If I were to guess, I'd say in her fifties. She is fifty-one years old. Okay, I, I really didn't know how old she was, but it's important because she said, among other things, and this was of interest because she's talking about Trump and Biden. She feels that. Candidates for president should have to take a competency test if they are over 75. Now, personally, I don't think that's such a bad idea. Why not just all of them? And Joe Biden I, did go okay. to the doctor today and they said he's in great shape. Well, I would, pre- I would prefer that no one over 75 was president yeah. at all. I think that's a that's bad a idea. idea. I really think it's just insane. Couldn't, couldn't we have competency tests for everyone who's trying to get into any kind of government, any role in government? Well, I think the idea is Congress, that they show Senate. us how competent they are in the debates and in certain places. <laughs> and uh, Well, yeah, and if they're not old, then there's not any dementia or deterioration sure. because most 75-year-olds are not as strong as they are at 65, 55, <laughs> etc. It's pretty normal. So Nikki Haley says, I, I think there should be a competency test. So when they come back to CNN from this story, Don Lemon says, 
Well, I got news for Nikki Haley. Women are in their prime in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, so she's out of her prime. (laughs) Yeah, and so the two women are like, um, yeah, Don, I, I don't know what you're talking about as far as uh, primer. I mean, that's not really competency. And he's like, Google it. Just Google it. <laughs> Women are in their prime 20s, 30s, and 40s. And then he did, said it again. Google it. So does he believe that Gretchen Whitmer wouldn't be able, because she's she's emerging as a future presidential candidate. She's not in her prime. She's also 51. She's not in her prime. Oh, oh sorry, Big Gretch. Don yeah, Lemon says so- you can't. Lead. Apparently, I guess he finally apologized this afternoon. I didn't see the apology or see what it was. Why is anybody to listen to Don Lemon? I anymore, thought he anyway. I I I mean, if if he could have showed his ass anymore, I don't know how he would. Have. Well, here it is. Yeah, play it. It's it's pretty. This whole talk about age makes me uncomfortable. I think that I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What do you that's talk? Not acor- Wait. I, that's not according to me. Prime for what? Uh, it, it depends. It's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll. If you look, <laughs> if you Google when is a woman in her prime. Is he talking about fertility? Uh, that, I think he's talking about fertility or sex drive. I'm, he's 56. I, boobs. It'll say 20s, 30s, and 40s. I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got it. I'm not saying decade. I agree with that. That's not the, so what I think she, she was has saying. To be though. careful about saying that you know politicians aren't in their I think prime. You need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for like childbearing, or are you talking about prime for being president? What the facts are. Google it. Everybody at home. When is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime and they need to be in their prime when they serve. No, she wouldn't be in her prime according to... incompetent. If you're over 75, you are at risk of being incompetent or correct, unable to solve major problems. Is he maybe just trying to stir things up so that people will watch CNN again? Don't think so. Because uh, no. he did not get good marks for this. This was not... No one liked this very much. Uh, actually, see what these women are saying. I'm curious. Because, you know, if you're in his party, I guess you would try to make excuses for him. Mm. Which but women? I, I don't know how you can make excuses for him. Aren't those women responding to it? I don't believe so. Oh, okay. No, I'll be okay. on Newsmax tonight during the 8 p.m. hour. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought there'd be a, just an in mass of people popping off, especially because he's putting down women. A woman is no longer in her prime, he said, 20s, 30s, and maybe 40s? Maybe hey, 40s. So <laughs> Just Google it. I'm Googling it right now. When is a woman in her By the prime? way, there's a lot of answers to that question oh, yeah. because it says, like, well, in what way are you referring to prime? Exactly. Uh, a, lot of, a lot are suggesting that you mean childbearing or sexual drive uh, can be early or not. Well, I that, was that early. Don Lemon feels... <laughs> Like the prime of a woman is her uh, birthing hips and Years. being able to raise children, having energy to be able to do other like, things. Hey, Don, let me squeeze you. Keep it easy. Nothing to do. <laughs> He's totally Not, missing the mark. No, no intellectual, you know, no, no judgment. I had yeah. good birthing hips. Now, there's got to be somebody just getting. I mean, I would expect a lot of people to just lose it over this comment, <laughs> but I didn't. It happened. Or I didn't hear about it till about three o'clock today. I said he regrets comments about women's prime age. Let's see. Of course, he was forced to say that against his uh... against his better judgment. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger, okay? I was waiting for the one of those women to Google it. You know more than Google. 
Okay, Nikki Haley calls him out. That's the only person that called him out? Uh, I think uh, the OutKick guy did. What's his name? That's it? And then who else did I see? Oh, I think Tucker might have. Tucker Carlson. But, I mean, it's basically, hey, Don Lemon's on the left. He's on CNN, so all the right. So no woman on the left is going to call out what a stupid comment that was? Very unwoke of him. Yeah, I mean, at, at the best, at best, it's unwoke. Oh, well. Yeah, I definitely Fucking don't see dumb. a slew of people sure on survive. social media that are going after him. But you better believe if, if Tucker Carlson said that, it'd be yep. all over the place. It'd be, uh, it'd be the main TMZ story. And if Trump said that. He'd have to step down. <laughs> um, I don't really know much about Nikki Haley, though. I, I see a lot of people on the right trying to tear her down like they hate her. And I don't, I don't know why. I, I did see a lot of people ragging on Nikki Haley after he said it. People were saying that uh, her... her her efforts at looking more youthful have gone south and <laughs> a bunch of smart ass comments about it, but <laughs> not much in the way of support. Um, Stephen A. Smith was pissing and moaning today about uh, a topic that I love. He's angry. The Celtics made Joe Mozilla their head coach. He's no longer interim head coach. So that means that I don't know what Emmy Adoka's one-year suspension means anymore. You're insane! I assume he's just cast adrift by the Celtics to just pay him off? Oh, I thought he was already gone. I thought he got a new gig. No, he didn't. He was up for a job, but he didn't get it. Oh. So I don't, it really doesn't mean anything. I mean, the Celtics job yeah, isn't his. He's blown out. He had a one-year suspension for having consensual sex with someone on the staff. And so, anyway, Stephen A. Smith was angry because he said they put him out on Front Street with his personal business. And I know many occasions where that did not happen to people who did the same or worse. In other words, the Celtics did not need to right. tell the world that he was having sex with someone in the organization. Well, there's and, obviously a reason they did. Um, well, it was very complicated. Uh, the woman was a Mormon mother of three yeah, right. who was getting plowed <laughs> by Amy Adoka. She's yeah, totally in her prime. In her prime. She was in her prime. She's hot, too. <laughs> Actually, I think I saw every woman in the Celtics organization over the course of those two days because somebody online would say, it's this girl! Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and so, like, the ten hottest women in the Celtics organization yeah. were all put out there as being the woman that was getting plowed by Imi Adoka. <laughs> and then, finally, everyone settled on this one woman who was the one that was the worst candidate because she's a very strict Mormon and she's a mother of three. And also, her husband was a part, he was a minority owner of the Celtics, I guess. So that's probably. So, yeah, I think it had to do maybe with some politics. And I'm not sure he was and there's still. A power, power imbalance there, the owner. Exactly. Against Imi Adoka. And also, I think she was too hot for that guy in the first place. <laughs> Definitely. She needed Imi Adoka to fire her up properly. <laughs> Stretch her. Uh, and then the, the whole thing. And we talked about this a lot. The whole business of, you know, putting him out there is, hey, suspended for a year. And then, but we're not going to name her. They did, though. Which is such the wrong move because then all these people get named and get accused of having an affair with Emmy Adoka. So that's a disaster that they should have seen coming, in my opinion. She has since made this comment here. You really gave my little hole quite a stretch. <laughs> What, Brandon, if you Google her, by the way, yeah. what pops up? I'm just curious. There's photos of her now. Because it seemed to me after a couple of days, it was like, uh, this is the chick that was fucking Emmy Adoka. Yeah. No, just every, in case you're curious. Every picture of her no, is like but, a side-by-side with Emmy Adoka. But when you search just her and go to all in Google, 
does it show up first? What do you want me to hit? All. Where's that? Next to images. Yeah, I just wondered what. Number one, Celtic Stafford. Number two, okay. accused of having a Who is who is the chick Jaime's nailing? Who number number three? <laughs> Uh, this is her husband. Number oh, let me, uh, let's, let's see that story. Her, Kimmy Nimmo Lynch's husband snitched. From blacksportsonline.com. Let's, let's see com. that. From blacksportsonline.com. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Doga cheated on Neil along with Kathleen Lynch, a mother of three, staunch Mormon. Her husband has been identified as Taylor Lynch. I imagine how he's feeling right now. Oh, pretty fucking bad. Yep. In the wake of and heat of Chief Scandal, Alex says Amy Doga is a mistress. Lynch previously worked for the Celtics. Couple both joined NBA teams at the same time. Lynch didn't stay with the Celtics for long. Oh, the husband worked for him. Yeah. Yes. He'd been employed as a consultant associate at the prestigious asset management firm Mercer for the past five years. Yeah, he was very so successful. He made a stink. His Facebook bio says he's a former analyst at Whipstitch Capital, studied exercise physiology at BYU. Ooh. He worked for the National Athletic Performance. The couple appeared to be flawless and lovely. Their social media accounts portray them as a happy, happy uh, family. How many, how many social media accounts portray families as broken? <laughs> However, in light of the news, it appears their perfect relationship may have taken a bad turn. Kathleen Team service manager is mostly responsible for arranging travel, lodging, and game tickets for Celtics family members. The relationship was supportively short-lived and consensual. 34-year-old team service manager, born and brought up in a Mormon family. Oh, she had long-lasting ties with Danny Ainge. Uh -oh. Executive Director of Basketball Operations, Danny Ainge is a Mormon. Danny Ainge is a genius. So Danny Ainge <laughs> probably didn't like what was going on in his church. That's uh, going to be my guess, that this just was like the stake through the heart of Danny Ainge. So maybe he drove this. I still don't know why. I mean, how often do people publicly come out with... I mean, unless the female complains, right. which sounds like he was far from complaining. Yeah, no, she was not complaining. No, well, I just want to remind you guys that Don't this we have Danny Ainge's phone number? Exists. He took the words out of my mouth. Danny Ainge <laughs> is a genius. <laughs> Danny Ainge is a genius. So if Ainge Danny wasn't there, this um, would, might not have been a... A well, they okay. If that what they're saying is true, that they were no longer in a relationship, I would think they would say, "Hey, look, no more of that bullshit." Yeah, this is fucked up. Don't do it. Next time, you're gone. Because I I got the impression when this happened, and we knew so little the first two days, and everyone went crazy, going, "What did this guy do?" I thought that uh, he had sexually assaulted right. someone. Hundred percent. Or he had banged, like, you know, a bunch of Celtic wives or, you know, management <laughs> wives or something. It just sounded bad. And then, you know, they, they m tried to make it as bad as possible because they said, she may have arranged Neil Long's travel. And Neil Long is the coach's yep. girlfriend, longtime girlfriend, and he was supposed to move in with her. And, oh, boy, it all took a very, very bad turn. So what's he doing now? He's just he, he, I, he was up for a, he was up for a job. I don't know if right now I was with it. I thought he did get a job, but no, he didn't. No, he did not get the job. Hey, what was the um? What's the this new site you found? Oh, I'm that glad has you asked. Circumcised and uncircumcised <laughs> stars. Let me uh, let me set the table here for this. So uh, <laughs> Jim got here, and in our you no, know, you could find out if a star is circumcised, Trudy. I didn't because I you was did? listening in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, uh, but before that, you did not. No, know. I did not know. I okay. never thought of that. That's brilliant. 
So we were in the green room, Jim and I, and in the green room, there hangs a photo of Lou Ferragamo. You might know him as <laughs> Lou Ferrigno. And he's ripped, he's jacked, he's at his peak. It's when he's in his mid-20s. He's right by a Volkswagen Beetle. Stay natural, Drew and Mike, stay natural. Yeah, and he wrote it out like to you guys. It was a personalized thing yeah, that Jay he Jay got it at the um, Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, Jim Bentley decided to take a closer peek at the... Uh, <laughs> well, he's wearing like a Speedo. Yeah. And after you know a couple minutes of staring at his dong, he realizes, <laughs> you know, I don't think I can make out a shaft or a head. <laughs> and so... I just well, made a, a comment. There's a significant bulge. Yes, no, there's a bulge. And, and he's very looks undefined. Great. Don't get me wrong. He, he looks great. But we couldn't, he couldn't, Jim could not find any lines that would indicate a, a wiener. And so I just, I just said, hey, maybe he's, maybe he's uh, uncircumcised. Uh, who knows? And Jim said, you think so? So I decided to be like Don Lemon and I Googled it. I said, hey, is Lou Ferrigno circumcised? And what I found was a fantastic article from Men's Magazine in 1982 that went and listed hundreds of famous people and whether or not they're cut. For example, the very first name on the list, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I'm going to say he's cut. I'm going to say he's cut. He's cut. He is cut, yeah. And then it goes all the way down to Frank Zappa. And in between there are... Uncut. What about Zappa? Yeah. Zappa's going to be uncut, uncut, I think. Now i got to scroll to the bottom. I'm going to go with cut. Frank Zappa, cut. What? Is he? Okay. Two for two. Good for him. So since this was published in 1982, (laughs) obviously it's going to have some older names on it, but uh, Christopher Walken? Uh, Uh, Uncut. I think he's he's cut. He's all messy. He is cut. cut? He is cut, yes. Wow. Yeah, he's got a good cut, I heard. Donald Sutherland? (laughs) Sutherland? Sutherland? Cut. Gonna I'm gonna go say uncut, just because they can't. It can't. Everybody can't be cut. I'm going cut. He's cut and has a good mushroom tip. Okay. How about Ringo Starr? Cut. No, uncut. Ringo Starr is uncircumcised. Whoa! Uncircumcised. I haven't gotten one wrong. William Shatner. Cut. Oh, cut. Cut. Yeah, because he's Jewish. Definitely, definitely cut. Mickey yep. Rooney. Uncut. Uncut because of the. Yeah, the time. I'm going to say uncut. If Mickey Rooney were around right now, his favorite movie would be Uncut Gems because he is uncircumcised. Fuck. Oh, John Ritter? He's cut. Was cut. He is. Yeah, he was. He's still cut. <laughs> what about Don Rickles? <laughs> Don Rickles is uncut. He's cut. He's cut. He's got to be cut. He does have mushroom tip. He is cut. Keith Richards. Uncut. Keith Richards is going to be uncut. Uncut for he sure. He definitely has a torpedo dick, according to this. Little Richard. Ooh, Little Richard's going to be uncut. I'm going to say uncut, too. He is uncircumcised. Really? Wow. Rob Reiner, cut. So Uh, some of these guys could have been cut after this 1982 article. No, Jim, that's not how circumcisions work. You're not not going to get cut when you're 48 years old. Come on. Well, you can. Joey Ramone, cut. People do. It's it's unusual. Vincent Price, uncircumcised. (laughs) Really? Elvis Presley. He's uncut. 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 Drew already knew. If if Jesse had lived, he would have been uncut, too. Hillbilly dick. How about Jim Plunkett? (laughs) Jim Plunkett. Well, his father's blind and his mother's deaf. So, <laughs> or, or vice versa. I'm not sure what you're They couldn't communicate That's, what they wanted to do. He is we uncut. Can't, we can't figure he's gonna out. Be un, he's going to be uncut. He is uncut. Really? Just like Jack Palance. Oh, he's uncut? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, torpedo wiener. <laughs> Donny Osmond is cut, oh, just so you guys sure. know. I, where did they get this information? This is Men's Magazine 1982. I have no idea. Regis Philbin, cut. Uh, let's see. Who else? There's so many. Leonard Nimoy, cut. Oh. And that's what they put. They literally put cut or uncut. Bob Newhart, uncut. 
Really? Yeah. Whoa. No way. This is a fantastic article from Men's Magazine. I'm so happy that they was did it, You this think it was just too. one doctor that delivered all of these babies? <laughs> John Cougar Mellencamp, cut. He's cut. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but he this, is good cut, I this hear. This was during his John Cougar Mellencamp <laughs> days, obviously, in 1982. Ed McMahon. Ooh. Ed McMahon's going to be... I'm going to say he's uncut. You're correct. He is uncircumcised. Oh, really? yeah. You know what? Maybe, though he was so old that his skin got baggy and it looked like he was uncut. <laughs> that's possible. That's I don't think that's common, but... Uh, Paul McCartney. Uncut. He's going to be cut. No, he's uncut. Uncut. Whoa. Oh, boy. Yep. Well, all the Europeans are uncut. <laughs> I don't think any less of them. I just want that to be known. John Jerry Lennon Lee was Lewis, uncut, right? Jerry Lee Lewis. Or Ringo was uncut. uncut. I, th- I think Lennon was uncut. Yeah, I think Lennon's too. uncut. John Lennon, uncut. Jerry Lewis is cut, but Jerry Lee Lewis is uncut. Because he's Elvis's oh, yeah, cousin he's or something. Guys, this will be yeah. linked in the notes if you want to go through and find your favorite celebrity. Like Sandy Koufax, who is circumstanced. Yeah, yeah of course. Sandy Koufax, one of the great Jewish pitchers in the history yeah. of Major League Baseball. So are you saying down south they can't afford circumcisions? I don't think they knew what it was, oh, so they, they would just, when they were <laughs> oh, asked to check so the box, they just go, I don't even know what that is. I'm about to blow your minds right now. Two brothers, JFK, RFK, one's cut, one's not. Oh, JFK, Who's not. cut? JFK, uncut. Wait, which one's older? Say, JFK's older? He's cut. He's uncut. I'm going to say RFK's cut because for some reason- Sleeker. He was the second child, and they just thought, well, I, you know, circumcision is more hip now, so we're going to go with it. Jim Bentley wins this round. John F. Kennedy was cut, but Bobby Kennedy uncut. That doesn't make cut. sense. Why not? Right. So something went wrong with, with JFK's cut, and they said, we're not going to do that to Bobby. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they cut too much off, and they were like, we're not doing that to Bobby. He's going to have a big one. That's bullshit. Well, when Reese, pretty, was, Reese was born, I was like, uh, I don't know if I could ever do that again. Oh, really? I mean, I didn't do it, but it just seems so painful. Did you know how hung he was going to be then? <laughs> I did. <laughs> a couple more names. That's where you did it. Al Kaline. <laughs> L. Kaline's cut. He definitely is cut. How about Tom <laughs> Jones? Tom oh. Jones is cut. He's cut and it's dipped in Listerine. <laughs> Elton John. Uncut. uncut. Elton John's cut. Mm-mm. No. Uncut. Uncircumcised Elton I just said John. it confidently. It's a, Euro- it's a European thing. You're right, because yeah. Jeremy Irons, uncut. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it is something. Clint Howard, uncut. What? Ron Howard, uncut. Whoa. Whoa. Really? The Howard family? Uh, I can't believe this article exists. I cannot believe it. The question is, do we have any idea the veracity of yeah. this? 1982. 1982 Men's Magazine. <laughs> Sue them, not me. I'm just here to report that Jeff Goldblum is cut. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that tracks. Mm-hmm. Frank Gifford, uncut. Yeah. Frank Gifford, really? Kathy Lee saw the torpedo. Let's see, there is also David Geffen. David Geffen's going to be cut. He definitely is cut. How about Art Garfunkel? <laughs> Art Garfunkel? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> He's cut. He's in a mushroom. Would anyone ever know? He's cut. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Lou Ferragamo, uncut. So that was why Lou Ferrigno. That's why Jim could not see it in those pants on the on the picture in the green room. Is because it was hidden between some foreskin. There's still a coronal ridge there. So. <laughs> well, um, were there any Absolutely. major surprises other than the ones that you've read? <laughs> Oh, no, Joe DiMaggio is uncut. We knew that because we have we that picture that. right there, yeah. right by yeah. my foot. Uh, Richard what Dreyfuss about, uh, has... Uh, Wally Cox? He's got a spectacular uh, <laughs> pubic God. hairline, too. There is no Joe Wally... Joe DiMaggio has an incredible pubic hairline. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Wally know. Cox is not show on here. But I did learn that oh, okay. Bob Crane was uncut when he was filming. Oh, jeez. 
and Bing Crosby on Size as well. What a fantastic oh. guys! Link this will be linked in the notes. You're going to want to take a look at this list. It's fantastic, and you'll know that Dick Cavett was cut, and you'll know that Truman Capote was uncut. It's a fantastic resource. What about um, anomaly wieners like the Winters Trubad. Brothers? Like uh, Johnny and Edgar. Oh, it says cut? here albino. What does that mean? Yeah, that they're, yeah, they're albino. Albinos. I'm just joking. Uh, they're, I, I, they must not have been big in 1982. I oh, apologize. Huh. At least big but enough. But there's still 500 people on that list. There's a lot of <laughs> celebrities on here. All right. Well, we can come revisit that if we need to. How do you Muhammad Ali was cut, by the way, just so you guys know. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> Prince Andrew, <laughs> cut. Well, of course. Of course Prince Andrew's cut. Ed Asner, you cut. Scott Bayo, uncut. No way. Uh. Well, but he made it work for him. He did. <laughs> yeah. It got a lot of uh got a lot of mileage out of that thing. Uncut jobs. Uncut jobs. Okay, I will mention our friends at Ghost Budsters and those great locations in like Dispo and Romeo, <laughs> Joyology in Westland, Green Genie, Green Genie in Detroit, <laughs> Puff in Utica, Mind Right New Baltimore, and Hall Financial are presenting sponsor. Remind you, mortgage rates are the lowest they've been in over five months. The majority of clients are locking in rates in the fives. Use the equity in your home to put yourself in a better financial situation. It's the most affordable way to eliminate high-interest debt. Uh, They'll give you a free five-minute mortgage review with Hall Financial. Uh, That's all it takes to find out how much money you've gained in home equity. The majority of Hall Financial loans close in two weeks or less, meaning you get your cash faster if you need liquidity or you just need money for paying off credit card debts once. There you go. And if you're buying a home now, could be in the threes or fours for the first year or two. For the first year or two. Oh, right, with the the other program. Yep, correct. Uh, Is that successful? Is that working out? It is very successful. What's it called? Uh, Buy Smart? No, it's not Buy Smart. I have the copy here somewhere. Oh, I'm going to get ragged for this. Oh, man. Just a brain fart. God damn it. This is the one I'm sending to Hall Financials, too. No, no. Yes. (laughs) Just drawing a play. I got other things on my mind. Well, what is, why is the copy? Wait, easy over? start. Who's cut and who's uncut? Easy start? Yeah, easy start. Okay, we'll say that. 2-1 buy down. That's what was in my head. Um, anyway, thanks for popping off, Jim. Thanks for jumping in and then stumbling. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. They do, um, they give five-star certified pre-approval, and then they connect you with the top realtor from their exclusive real estate network. That's the Buy Smart program. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current home, you need to call Hall Financial. Give them first crack, 866-CALL-HALL, or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And uh, are you going to be here Sunday, Jim? Am I supposed to be? Can you be here Sunday? Yeah. Okay. Mark's not here Sunday. Oh, so we'll I'm see in. You Sunday. All right. See ya. Dickhead just hit me in his jag, and I'm broke. Will you help me? Sounds like you got a good wreck. Uh, I mean, case. Days later in court. Cross-examination of Ms. Brockovich. You're broke. You're in an accident. Did a doctor in a Jaguar look pretty good to you? That asshole smashed me in my f***ing neck. Dismissed. Dismissed. That sucks, and you suck. Hey, relax, you tart. Your foul mouth blew the case. You said we'd f***ing win. We didn't, so now you have to give me a sucking job. I don't know. What skills do you have? I don't have no skills, but I'm good at swearing and wearing slutty clothes. Hey, let me think. Nice set of d***s on her. All right, you're hired, Brockovich. Great. Look, I gotta go pick up my three trashy kids. Later. Oh, my God. What are you doing with my grubby brats? Uh, 
I'm George, your crackhead sitter had to go. I'm your Harley-riding, ponytailed, obviously major hippie with a heart of gold neighbor. I don't have no job. Can I, like, watch your kids? Sure, but as easy as I look, it won't get you laid. Good, because I'm not even attracted to trash like... Uh, oh, yeah, you hippie f- I'll give it to you, good bitch. Yeah, I like it. You are such a slut. Grab these big t***s. Nail this piece of white trash. I'm trying. Yeah, oh, so work good. it. Yeah. Mm. Days later, Aaron, I want you to look into a pro bono real estate case. Great, let me just find some panties and I'm gone. Days later, Mrs. Jensen, PG&E Corporation offered you tons of money to move. Why don't you f***ing move? We're too tired and sick. We're kind of stupid and poor. You understand. Don't you think maybe PG&E polluted your water? Maybe that's how come you're all sick. Oh, no. PG&E told us the chromium they got in our water is good for us. And they paid our doctor. Chromium? Hey, UCLA expert. What's this f***ing chromium sh-? Chromium causes cancer and shit. It's highly toxic gets in DNA. Take those t***s out to the water board and find out if you have hexavalent chromium in the water. Water department, can, can I help you? Uh, yeah. Can I squeeze back there? Kind of like my t***s are squeezed together and just look at some records? L- 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 let me think. Nice b- boobs. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Thanks. Look at this. Hexafucking chromium? Holy s***. Aaron! What? You and your wreck are fired! What? I've been working my f***ing ass off. But you haven't been in the office for a week. And what are these documents? I won't tell you unless you hire me back and give me a raise. All right, 5% per boob. Now what does this mean? It means PG&E made cancer and bad things in these people. We got a case. Hello? Is this the punch board skank? Yes. Shut up, I'm not done. Is this the punch board skank snooping around the waterboard? Yes. Huh, a chick with three kids and two nice boobs should be careful. <laughs> I'm scared, George. There's plenty of jobs, let's get another one. How would you know? You just take care of Matthew and... Whatever my kids' names are. I'll get a job, slut. Keep your voice down. I know what the kids can sleep through better than you. (laughs) And Beth started talking and you missed it. It was so intense. I'm so confused. I don't want to be no bad mom, but I'm a crusader. Hi, Aaron. I'm Nelson from the PG&E plant. Got any clue how they made the water all yucky? Uh, uh, God, she's got a sweet pair. Yeah, I'll show you. Weeks later. Aaron, it's a great case, but I brought in another attorney. What? We owe thousands in bills, he'll pay them, and he's a great lawyer. We'll get a better deal. That sucks, dick. Aaron, honey, I'm Teresa. You've done a great job in the case. We just need to fill in some rather large holes in your research. There is no holes. Just because I ain't got no law degree. Look, honey, I, I don't even have phone numbers for some of these cases. Who? Oh, Harry Balzania, for example. 555-1212. Three kids, wife Mary, five f***ing miscarriages. All right, dick brain. Five 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 one two one two. Two kids, both f***ed up with some cancer sh- All right, let's get a settlement. We're ready. What do you say, PG&E? 20 million. Those losers could never dream about that kind of money. 20 million ain't sh- Cause you can't put no price on not having no uterus. And by the way, you're drinking PG&E water. We imported it. <coughs> this meeting's over. Your soulful dissertation and street smarts have put our highly educated legal team in its place. <laughs> Aaron, we're going to arbitration. No, they want a trial. Wouldn't they rather have more money sooner? No. Too bad, you stupid bitch. Let us handle this. Days later. Ed Masri. Ed, we don't like this here. Fancy smancy. Smart lawyers sign us up for no arbitration. We prefer working with an idiot like us who swears and has big tits. Ed- 
Karen! Yes? Sign him up and find the link between PG&E Local and PG&E Corporate in San Francisco. Okay. Hey, dickhead, you work for PG&E? Yeah. Hey, nice old set there. <laughs> Would you be interested in some documents I used to destroy? I hate PG&E. My cousin, he died. He was real sick. If he saw a stool that wasn't loose, he wouldn't recognize it. Weeks later, Aaron, how did you get those documents and sign up 634 people for the lawsuit? 634 jobs? What did you think? Well, we won, and you can get your stomach pumped with your bonus. It's not what we discussed. Is it enough for a job? Just trust me. Trust? Are you f***ing kidding me? It's not about no numbers. It's about how my work is valued. Look at this. What's all those zeros mean? Two million dollars? F***ing A. PG&E paid $333 million and no longer uses hexavalent chromium because of Aaron Brockovich. Uh, because of Aaron Brockovich's very nice breasts. I can get a thousand boob jobs and a trailer with all this money. Holy sh**. Windy is a windy